How's it going, everyone? This is Precisely Podcast, a podcast about beer and video games. I'm your host, Bo, and with me, as always, we got the birthday girl, the Yuka, to my Lely. How are you, Kelly? I am feeling old, but I am here. <laughs> you are 30 now. I am 30. I have just crossed the threshold into a new decade. Um, we are recording on Saturday, the 13th of February. So yesterday was my birthday. So today is my official first day of being 30, which is... How's it feel? uh, It feels no different, um, except for yesterday when I was on the phone with my family. My cousin's kids told me I was as old as their grandmother. Why? Um, Yeah. (laughs) My cousin's kids... No, no. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely not, No. (laughs) She's like in her 70s. Okay. But when my cousin told the kids like that I turned 30 years old, they were like, oh, she's as old as Grammy. And I was oh, like, oh, man. oh, man. And she was like, I hope that really helped your self-esteem today and the fact that you have to cope with that for the rest of your birthday. It's like, absolutely. That's <laughs> Didn't amazing. Didn't hurt me at all. It's fine. <laughs> but, well, yeah, that's no, amazing. It's, it's been good. It's been, it was a really fun day yesterday. Um, got to talk to a lot of family and friends virtually and saw a couple of friends in person safely. And, you know, it sucks that we couldn't have a big get together to celebrate, but well, with time, we'll get there. There's always next year. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you today and, uh, to drop off a present for you and I picked up some beautiful cake. It was really Uh, good, right? Did you have it? I did not eat it yet. It's in my fridge though. When you when you do, it is very good. Uh, it looks so good. So I can't wait. But uh, <laughs> beyond all that, let me introduce to you guys the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle herself, the thrifter of many toys, video games, and cool things, the barbecuing queen jerk unit on Instagram. How are you, lady? Whoa, what's going on? Hey, I'm going to add that to my description. <laughs> Please. I'm pretty sure it's like from your description. I'm pretty sure you're like barbecue life and, and thrift life. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not copyrighted. You're free to go. <laughs> right. So well, for hey, everyone, Kelly. yeah, for everyone, you're Jen. Yes. Uh, AKA at jerk underscore unit um, on Instagram. We've been friends for a long time on Instagram and I'm happy to have you on. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. This is pretty awesome getting to talk to you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have that vocal uh, recognition, you know, right. and to be able to hear each other's voices instead of just typing to everyone, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's rad. It's also rad because this is the first female besides myself that has been on this podcast. So I'm feeling feeling the love today. It's awesome. Valentine's yeah. Day. It's Galentine's Day. Hey. We're celebrating. <laughs> nice. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I totally forgot that it was Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yeah. Well, today, according to Leslie Nope, it's Galentine's Day, the day before okay. Valentine's Day, when all the li- women, you know, go leave their significant others and go hang out with their gals. And they have a great day. And they're supposed to get breakfast, but, you know. Yeah. We're in the middle of a pandemic, so. I mean, that makes sense, too, because my wife left me. I mean, not <laughs> she didn't leave me, but she left me tonight to go hang out with my sister. And I was like, cool, have fun. 
Yeah. Like, she doesn't usually do that because it's always like a family thing. But my sister was like, if Bo's recording a podcast, you might as well just come over here and chill. It's like, all right, go do your thing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to get into beer? Uh, I always do. Yeah. Oh, let's okay. do it. So, Jen, you sent me a care package. Uh, FedEx Express Mail came within two days. Yeah. They made me sign for the package, but I wasn't home. Um, don't ever make people sign for a package again. I know. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. But, I mean... Maybe yes, it, I don't know. It's Maybe expressed. it's a check mark on know. a box. <laughs> yeah. Is this beer or something? I don't know. No, um, no that was not disclosed. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're like, it needs to be a 21 year old uh, signature or above. And I'm like, well, oh, wow. it's not like I have kids in the house, but either way, yeah. uh, they left a note on my door, even though I left them a note before saying, hey, any packages FedEx leave on the porch. And they did not take that as a signature. So. <laughs> I went and picked it up the next day, opened it up that night, and got six amazing-looking beers. And I just cracked open the first one, uh, which is the biggest one. So I'm going to start today. It is called Kilt Lifter. And this is the biggest beer I've ever drank in a can. It is exactly 25 fluid ounces, which equals one pint and nine ounces of liquid. And it's a 6% beer and it's a scottish style amber ale and i'm glad it's scottish because it's called kilt lifter and it's by four peaks brewing company and it's really good it's like a traditional scottish brown red ish ale you know like just like a good traditional lager that sounds pretty good so is it like is it like the size of those cans of like the what are they called? Like the Natty Daddies or whatever, like those yes. giant ones you get at the gas station or whatever. You know the, what? Yes. Is that what it is? Okay. I was just trying to I imagine so. how big it was. Um, Which I never drink the Natty Daddies, but I was at the beer distributor earlier today and I saw the Natty Daddies and I was like, oh yeah, that can looks like this Kilt Lifter can. <laughs> yeah. Cause they have like the really shitty beers in those size cans and then they have like the, and this the glass is not a shitty beer. Ones. Yeah, no, I never. That's what I was about to say. I never see like a uh, brewery, local brewery, or like otherwise craft breweries making cans that big over here. So that's cool. Sounds Jen, fun. Can you tell me a little bit about this beer? Why you like this beer? Why you sent it to me? Uh yeah, of course. So um, Arizona is where I was born and raised. Mm. So um, I have a a little bit of a nostalgia for it. So um, it's from Phoenix. Um, they have a local brewing company. The mountains that are actually on that can are um, mountains that are actually there. That, that's what they took it from. But oh, cool. the Scottish ale, um, my heritage, Scottish. So yes, um, I, I mean, I had to go with it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so we ended up um, going to uh, the brewery itself and they give you like a uh, little, little samples of each one. And as soon as I had that one hit my palate, it was, it was over. So yeah. it's just, it's so good. It, it's smooth. It's not harsh. It's, it's just great beer. It's really good. This what is a beer that, this is a beer that deserves to be in this size of can in a yes. good way. Like it's a beer that you can just stay drinking and be like, you know, I would be going up to the fridge right now to grabbing 
another beer, but I still have my beer. And this is amazing. <laughs> I can stay on the couch a little bit longer. Or I can stay out back a little bit longer. Um, the only thing about it, though, is being so big is it gets it's warm staying cold yeah. for, you know, the duration of your your drinking. Well, it's a good thing I uh, record this podcast in an igloo, and I also drink very fast. So I just I just pictured, pictured you in one. <laughs> you know what? We kind of are. I mean, there's enough snow outside right now for us. Oh, that's so frozen you could outside. Make, there was a little bit of snow falling earlier, like like just yeah, like a couple that. flakes. And I was like, oh, no, not again. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like every other day it's been snowing. It's like one day there's some snow. Then the next day it's like fine, but it's cold. And then the next day it starts snowing again. And you're like, can we just get a freaking break, please? Just like <laughs> give me more than one day without snow. Um, you know what but, my yeah. pet peeve is? Is that mm-hmm. my neighbors, like every other neighbor on my block has shoveled their their sidewalk and the oh. other one hasn't and it's like what is this guys oh, it's like, like it's sucks. so icy too like it's like yeah. a thin layer of ice and it's like come on like just do yeah. your thing that sucks yeah well uh so what are you drinking on kelly so i also have a beer sent from jen delivered by Bo. um so i am just getting the hand-me-down uh it is called Miso Honey Blonde uh, by Ooh. Belching Beaver Brewery. Um, so it says it's an ale brewed with honey, 5.5%. And uh, it says on the can, our smooth drinking honey blonde ale is one of our best sellers. And for good reason, we brew with the finest quality honey available. Floral aromas leap from the glass while subtly sweet flavors linger on the finish, making this a beer for all occasions good times to you my friend and welcome to the beaver family cheers tom uh, i like to imagine that tom is the name of the beaver that is obviously burping on the can and holding a <laughs> honey stick and a beer in the other hand so i, so. I, I don't yeah. know who he is but <laughs> i hope it's the beaver um yeah no it's it's looks real good i'm gonna take a sip we just learned about Beaver's uh, last podcast, actually. Oh, we did. That's right. I was just going to mention that. That's actually one of the reasons why I sent you that one. Because I listened, I listened to your podcast with the Chronicles of a Gamer. That's the one you did it on, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And you guys were talking about the vanilla. Was it, would you say Beaver Bowhole? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Is it beaver yes. Bowhole. So, so it's so perfect that you gave that beer to Kelly because she yeah. found that whole situation hilarious. So I it's did. appropriate she has that. <laughs> <laughs> it's this beer is actually super good. Um, it tastes like a like a blonde or almost like a lager, um, and then you have like a subtle honey finish on the end of it. Like it's just a hint of sweet at the end. Um, like you can kind of taste like when you put like honey in tea or something, and sometimes you take a sip and you get a little bit of the honey on it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's super good. I could definitely see myself like drinking a lot of these beers, like in, in a backyard, you know, barbecue yeah. or something like that. That's what this kind of reminds me of. I like that a lot. Yeah, definitely this is cool. Blondes are for a uh, warmer temperature. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure it's still very good. So, do you? Where is the Belching Beaver Brewery? Do you know? You know what? I do not know. Um, <laughs> I know it's local. I think it's Escondido. Escondido oh, here, here Oceanside. Yes, you're right. It's Oceanside. I see it on okay. the side All here right, now. Perfect. Very yeah. tiny print. Yeah, Oceanside, California. Very cool. Right. 
Awesome. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a good beer. Definitely. It, it's smooth when it goes mm-hmm. down. So it's not like harsh. Right. Yeah. There's like no, this is, this beer has like no bitter to it at all. Like very smooth. Like I said, like almost like a lager. And then you have yeah. like a little hint of sweet on it. So it makes and it even how, smoother. That's how this uh, Kilt Lifter is too. It's just so smooth. Like it's so easy to drink. Right. Yeah. I'm going to drink it fast. <laughs> yeah. I got, I, I got other uh, beers to drink too. Yeah. I have a but, second yeah. one too, but yeah, yeah no, but, that I, I could see like, I could see like that being another good one for that larger can style too. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. Like, cause that's definitely a beer that would be easy to drink. Yeah, for sure. Jen, what are you drinking on? So I have, my first one is a Firestone Union Jack West coast style IPA. Um, it's from Firestone Walker. Um, this one is a 7.0 and it is from, Robles, California. Okay. All right. Let me, let me, let me give it a try here. I actually haven't had this one yet. So I I wanted to find something that, that I didn't send to you to try out on here. Nice. Um, It's, this one's a little bit harsher of an IPA kind of, kind of hits you. Um, Okay. I like harsh. It's it's, yeah. It's really good though, but it's got like a pineapple citrus, Mm-hmm. Uh, a piney aroma kind of thing going on a little bit of grapefruit it's mm-hmm. it's it's a nice drink um very good on the tongue i like it it's good nice nice so i want to ask before we move on to video game stuff while we're still in the beer section here what yeah. it what's the beer uh what's the beer scene like where you're at are you do you have like a bunch of different breweries that you get to pick from when you look for beers and stuff or are you kind of just like limited to what's in the store or whatever what do you what do you like to do when you go search for beer uh so before all this happened um we would go out to different breweries and we actually have quite a few here um, in southern california that manufacture um their beers in-house so we would go and we'd get flights and try yeah. out different ones. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so readily available. And then um, our Bev, our BevMo, do you guys have BevMo? No, but I know what it is. Okay. Oh. Yeah, they pretty much get all of our local breweries um, in stock. Okay, and then cool. you can go and get growlers at different ones. So, I mean, it's just, it's readily available everywhere. <laughs> oh, good. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I'm always, I, I keep... For, like I feel like every time we talk to somebody who's in a different place, I kind of like want to know more about what the beer is like where they are because I'm just so used to know, like knowing what it is here and what it right. is like around here. Like yeah. some places have like tons of of breweries near them, or like some places, are, like some people are like in the middle of nowhere and they like I can just go down to the gas station and buy Miller Lite and that's it or something, you know. So like, yeah, I just I. I found myself being more curious about how people shop for their beer in different areas. Now right. that we are talking to more people from different places. Yeah. Which is super and, cool. And Kelly, I just always expect that there's breweries everywhere, you right. know, and, and it's not, that. it's not like that all, always, know you know? Yeah. So yeah. I was yeah, surprised I uh, with that. you guys' last podcast um, when you were talking about how you, get your alcohol or where you have to go in different places. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I thought that was that was unique and different because that's not how it is for me. So I get right. completely what you guys are talking about. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing. Like I always forget that we, like Pennsylvania has some weird rules and people aren't used to that. So I am just used to it. Like like I said last time, like things have changed, but I'm used to always going to two different places depending on if I want liquor or beer. And other people are like, well, I just go to one stop and yeah. I can get my beer, my liquor and my groceries or whatever. <laughs> you know, like I can do everything in one. Where in Pennsylvania, they're like, stock up on your gas because you're going to be out all afternoon running errands. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, that that's cool. I, I have, you know, I don't know if I've been inside of a BevMo but I have family in Southern California, so I know about BevMo. What okay. is a BevMo? Is it just a beer distributor? It It's kind of like a um, – it's everything under one. So the closest thing I can think to that out here is like if you've been to like Delaware or Maryland and you have a total wine. Okay. That kind of thing. Gotcha. So liquor and beer store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. So I sent you a care package as well, a beer, but I did not do express mail. And I thought it would come with within three days and it's definitely going to be like five or six. Oh. But uh, yeah, you'll have to let us know what you think of all those beers. And I think I threw in a cider as well. I think there's like awesome. seven, seven things to dine on and maybe – a little Lego set or two. Man, you you totally one upped me. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. This beer is pretty good. We might have yeah, to. Yeah, this beer is banging, and I can't wait to try some other packages. ones. Yeah, we might have right? to. We might have to talk a little more. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, to talk about that, like we sort of did something illegal by sending beer um, across the country, but at the same time, so many people do it. Like thousands of people do it a day. I'm sure. Yeah, um, they have to. They really do. But so the one way to get around it is that you're gifting it to someone. You're not making any money, so you're not having to pay taxes or or fees by sending something across borders that should be taxed, you know? Right. It's, I'm gifting this to you. So that's sort of like a loophole behind it if I guess like – a beer can would explode and they're like, why the fuck did you send this? It's like, well, I was gifting it to my friend, you know? Right. Well, we could just um, say that I pulled up to your, your house and we hung out for a little bit and I gave you a few beers. <laughs> a long drive. <laughs> right. But we made yeah, it. <laughs> but if the postman is coming with like a cop and they're like, oh, why yeah. did you, why <laughs> did you send beer? Which I don't think would ever happen. I feel like they but, have more pressing matters on their hands right now. I feel now. like they do too, but <laughs> I don't know. Like the, I don't know. Like, I don't know what would happen. Like, I don't know. hopefully it's just water under the bridge, but at the same time, it's also like frowned upon, but I know so many people do it and there's so many beer trades happening all the time. And it, it's a great thing to trade because you don't get all, all the different beers, right? you know, especially like the microbreweries that can only get, out to their local areas like what i've sent you jen are our two favorite breweries kelly's and mine that are local trogues and evergreen there's a couple from them that we always talk about and then there's uh 
I sent you a cider from, oh, what's that Hocus Pocus place called? Um, Grand Illusion. Grand Illusion, yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a blue lavender cider. So it's all local stuff that you would never get until you came to central Pennsylvania. You yeah, know, no, like they I've don't, never even heard of those. Yeah, yeah, so they don't distribute anywhere besides right around here. So it's great to do trades like that. You know, like uh, I'm excited for you to try them. I'm excited to do more trades with you. I'm yeah. excited to do more trades with other people. Like it, I know you spent what, like 29 bucks on shipping? Yeah. Yeah, which is expensive. Based Don't on do weight, that next but, time. I mean, yeah. you know, FedEx and UPS, they're they're up there in price. Yeah, so. yeah it's because you also did two day. Yeah. But if you I just did regular. Sure I know, and I appreciate that. <laughs> But like, if you just did ground, like my ground price was like under fifteen bucks. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, next time for sure. And like, I'm picking up this beer myself for myself. But like, I'm picking up a four pack of this, a six pack of that. I have a few in my fridge already. So it's just like, just handing out beers to your friend anyway. You know, right. like here's a six pack of a variety of beers that I like. It, it's perfect. I recommend doing it with your friends, guys. Whoever's listening, find a a beer buddy that you like talking about beer and send it FedEx, probably not USPS. Yeah. Um, just because they have thinner boxes. If you're doing like a flat rate priority or something, don't do that. Like you um, send it, you send a box within a box, which yeah. is awesome. And then all this bubble wrap and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I think that's, it's cool. And I think now like I, we didn't have a lot of options to get beer and now like, we have those things like Tavor and stuff that mm-hmm. are also opening up a lot of things to us as well, which is super cool that we can get like all these different beers from different places sent to us. So I think it's pretty cool that we're getting like, we're not just having to stick around with like the stuff that's by us anymore. Like we have options, which is spreading our craft beer wings. Yes, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> So what what have you guys been up to? Uh, picked up anything recently? Played any games recently? Uh, Kelly, you want to start? Sure. I actually have uh, a couple things I got. Uh, so I'll start off by the one I got today. Bo said he stopped over and gave me a birthday gift, which he did. And he gave me a complete copy of We Love Katamari for PlayStation 2. When we were recording um, our little katamari happy hour which we'll talk about um i realized i was looking through all my games i was like wait a minute i totally thought i had this game and i did not have this game um and so Bo was kind enough to gift it to me that's uh, my favorite my one too i was like you need to own a copy of this yeah like i've definitely played this game i just thought i owned it and i didn't realize that i did not own it um so it's it's a really fun game, and I'm glad that I have it now. Um, and I think I want to do a playthrough of them, so I'll do this one next after I beat uh, Katamari Damacy again. Um, so that is – I'm excited for that. So that's my, my first pickup. Hell yeah. Um, my second pickup is also kind of podcast-related. So um, I've been doing thrifting every Wednesday. Um, I, I source for um, – my shop and I also kind of find some cool stuff sometimes. And this time I actually found something for myself. 
Um, I went to Goodwill and there was a copy of Jumpstart Typing. And saw on, that. on our uh, <laughs> on our edutainment um, episode, we talked about this game. And I was saying, like, oh, this is one of my favorite games growing up. Like, I had all these fond memories of it. And I wish I could play it again. But, like, you know... I wasn't going to buy it on Amazon for like 20 bucks or whatever. Like there was no emulation of it out there that I could find. And then I found this disc at Goodwill for like a dollar. And I was like, if this works, this is going to be great because then I could just pop this in and play it whenever I want. But um, yeah, it it's just the, it's a really nice disc. And then it, it's in the case with the little um, artwork and stuff. But, you know, I don't, I haven't tried it yet. It says that it's for Windows 98, uh, ME 2000, or XP. So we'll see um, if that works. <laughs> I hope it I does. I don't think it will. I don't will know. It? Maybe I'll have to tweak some stuff, but we'll, we'll figure it out. I hope. You, if you not, have a Scott, so yeah, you should be all right. I should be fine. Um, I have an in-house IT guy. Um, but, yeah. So if not, it was only, you know, a dollar and I can just display it or something. It's fine. But, you no, know, it's really cool that I found that. Uh, after talking about that a couple weeks ago. So that was cool. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I picked up was yesterday, my birthday gift to myself was the Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury on the Switch that came out. Um, and then it had the two amiibo with it, the Cat Mario and the Cat Peach. So I picked those up, and uh, I was one of the people who had played this game on the Wii U when it first came out. Um, I actually remember... When I think I don't remember what year it was, but when this game first came out, uh, I was living at home with my parents after college and my friend uh, had gotten a job down in Maryland um, and he was living in an apartment and he had a Wii U. And so he had me come down for a weekend. We hit up some breweries. We had fun. And I remember him being like, oh, check this game out. I think you'd like it. Um, like, cause I think either the Wii U was like pretty recently released or something because I hadn't played one before. And I remember playing this game and like playing it all night at his house and like, just like, I either got to like world seven or world eight. I didn't beat the game, but I got like super close yeah. in like one weekend. And, um, yeah, it was super fun. I loved it so much. Um, I did beat it on my Wii U when I got it, but I really love this world. It, it, the 3D aspect is super cool. Um, so well done. Yeah. This was a really well done game. And then it, it kind of was like it, that and Captain Toad kind of went hand in hand. And I love mm-hmm. Captain Toad as well. So those two games kind of mesh nicely. And they and Captain Toad does appear in this game. So that's cool. But I like that you can like look the camera around. You've got this 3D aspect. It's not just like a flat, you know, side-scrolling platformer kind of feel. Um, And you can move around and and do cool stuff. I have not done the uh, Bowser's Fury part yet. I'm just beating the Super Mario, which I was doing yesterday and today I've been playing. So um, I think I'm on World 3 now. I got a nap in this afternoon, so I kind of paused for a little bit there. But, um, yeah, no, it's cool. And I haven't – I think I just – got to the point where it tells you about the using the amiibo so i didn't bring them with me downstairs when i was on the couch so i have to use the amiibo too but it looks pretty fun um and i definitely it says you can do it online too which i didn't know um so i want to see if i can link up with somebody online and try 
the like co-op. The co-op. Online. Yeah, you can do co-op oh, online. That's really cool. Yeah, it's either couch co-op or online. So yeah, I want to. That's really I cool see that they did that works too. Yeah, it yeah. looks super cool. But yeah, um, so that's what I picked up. Um, what I've been playing, and then the only other thing I've really been playing is just continuing on my Call of Duty rampage. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's pretty good too. Um, I they came out with a new map for the zombies, um, which has been really interesting. Um, and it looks like I think somebody was uh, somebody leaked something out of source code where there is a new map coming as well, or a new game mode. Um, which it, it all is going to be really interesting, I think, and I can't wait for them to get that out. But um, yeah, I've been having fun with it. I think I've, it's a double XP weekend this weekend, so after this, I'm going to play some, and I think I'm like a level away from my second prestige. And you know, nice. It's been a good time to just play with friends online. That Call of Duty life. Yep, that's how I relax in the evening. <laughs> Sometimes I have panic attacks. (laughs) (laughs) I say relax sometimes because a lot of the times it's it's very frustrating. But when will my heart stop racing? (laughs) It's not necessarily that. I just kind of get frustrated because there are people who obviously are cheating. Like very obviously, you can like I'm not I'm not a professional at this game by any means. But like, can you cheat? Absolutely. On the Xbox and PS4. Absolutely. Or you're then, playing, you're playing with PC people too, yes, right? Yes, all three. It's, it's uh, cross-platform. So there are people obviously cheating, and that's frustrating. Um, yeah. So that can be like – like usually I don't to, get I, people that do that. I, I don't get cheating. But yeah. I, I, I don't let games get to me like that. Like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people can get real frustrated over a multiplayer game and just like throw a controller or completely lose it or like throws their whole night off, and I'm like uh, – it's a game. Like, we move on. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how mad, people do that. <laughs> mad for five minutes and I move on. You know, I, I get it. It's a game. It's fine. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. And then, like I said, I'm not a professional at this. I never claim to be absolutely the best, but you know, I just have fun playing with my friends and and I enjoy doing it to unwind in the evening. And yeah, and it's it. always great when you're playing against people that aren't cheating too, because then mm-hmm. it's just like a fair match. You know. Yeah. 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 And like there are games that I especially I think in the last couple like in the last couple days I've had a lot of matches that we lost, but it was like a super close game. So you end up feeling satisfied with the game yes. anyway, even though you lost by like two points. It was a super close game. So you were like, "Oh, that's okay." Like I, I feel like I we did our best, like obviously, and we still lost. It's fine. Yeah, you know, I can't get mad at that. So Oh, cool. Yeah. Jen, how about you? So, like Kelly, I also picked up the Super Mario uh, 3D World with yeah. the Bowser Fury. So, hey, if you want to link yes. us, we can yes. play. And let's let's try that out for sure. Can we switch friends? I mean, I'll have to check. I don't know. We'll have to we check. After, yeah, for after sure. Podcast, we'll link up on that. Yeah, let's do it. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. I used to play with my brother-in-law a lot. and we would When the Wii first came out, you had to get that little dongle. It was like a Wi-Fi dongle yeah. to be able to play with each other. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like the online play. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, I also picked up, which I said I wasn't going to actively look for, but I think like most collectors, when you tell yourself something, like I'm not going to do that, mm-hmm. I think you talk yourself into it more than yeah. not. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> and that's a terrible thing <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I ended up picking up 
the um, Nintendo Switch, the Mario Red and Blue. Oh, oh you did, did it. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I, I had to have it. <laughs> I didn't have to have it, but I had to. So I picked that up. Um, I'm going to take my old Switch, and I'm just going to put everything onto this one, and then huh. I'll sell that one off to kind of recoup some of the money I spent on this one. Was your old one like the original version? Yeah. Yeah. The, the original version. version. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's smart. Yeah. So how nice. do you like it? I I haven't even cracked the box yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's also such a collector problem. It's like you buy this thing and you're like, this is so cool. And then like three weeks later, you're like, wow, I haven't even opened this yet. I know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I totally thought it was a Spider-Man switch when I first saw pictures of it. And then someone sent me their YouTube video today that I'm like close friends with. I don't usually watch people's YouTube videos unless like I watch YouTube videos, but like this friend showed me his video. I'm like, yeah, I'll support you. I'll thumbs it up, whatever. And he was unboxing one of these and I was like, Oh cool. And I'm like, Oh, it's not Spider-Man. It's Mario. Like, I didn't even pay attention to it like that hard, but I was like, I just thought it was Spider-Man being red and blue. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah, sense. You could probably get some get some vinyls mm-hmm. of Spider-Man yeah. and slap them on there, and you wouldn't you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Absolutely. cool that the actual Switch screen itself is red on the back of it. Like it really yes. stands out that way, you know. And like the frame of the screen is red on the front of it. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah, not a fan. Cool. I'm not a fan of the Joy-Con holder, of that being blue. I feel you like don't... it's too like, like too patriotic or too Spider Man-y. Well, it's something. supposed to be his overalls. Yeah, I guess. Like he, <laughs> when you look at his outfit, he's just wearing red and blue, and then his shoes are like black or brown. And they should have put a mustache on the top of the Joy-Con holder. That would have been cool if they put like a Mario right? M or like a mustache or something like something or maybe Just, even a small Mario or something. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like a silhouette or something, at least just a little something to, right. to make if it you, stand out. If you look at like all the other different uh, switches that were like special edition, like this one's very plain. A lot of the other ones had like etchings in them or, right. you know, some sort of, picture on it or whatever some sort of design and this one has like it's just red and blue <laughs> it's mario Duh. yeah no, exactly yeah well that's cool that's though. cool yeah for yeah. sure I'll, I'll i'll definitely probably spruce it up um we have one of those vinyl creator machines mm. what i forget what they're called but crickets um, yeah cricket there you go so i can oh, cool. i can whip something up and kind of Make it stand out a little bit. I would totally make a mustache. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely do a mustache at the top of it. And you could probably sell people mustaches then too for for their own. (laughs) That sentence, just like clip, if you could just clip that sentence alone and just sell the mustache, just sell the mustache. And and people would be like, what is this podcast about? What are they even talking about? Who wants a mustache (laughs) fight? We're just selling mustaches to the public. (laughs) And that's all. Oh, cool. I also saw you were playing uh, Paper Mario uh, Origami King. Did you finish I that can, yet? I cannot put this game down. And when I'm at work, I can't wait to go on break or, or just disappear for a few minutes and play. Really? I, you bring it to work? I do. Top secret. <sighs> don't tell my boss. <laughs> 
Hey, but you can do whatever least... you want to on your half an hour. Right? And it's you right. can tell your boss time. that, too. I used to bring my 3DS to work all the time. Yeah, yeah I remember you saying that. Yeah, no, but this game is addicting. Uh, this, um, So I have it on the Wii U, and I played it, but um, I didn't really get fully into it. And that's um, Color and t- Splash, a different yeah, one. Yeah, Color yeah. Splash, but it's a really good game. I just, Very fun. I just kind of had one of those squirrel moments where you move on to the next game. Yeah, right. That yeah. So, so this one's really sparked my my attention, and I like it. It's, it's got different scenes in it that kind of remind me of like Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. I can see so, that. Yeah, so it's got some cool stuff in it, and I wanted to finish it before I picked up Super Mario 3D World, but uh, I have a four-year-old, so it's, it's not always feasible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Do you like the um, the battle mode in it? Like, are you, Do you like that? How it's like the rings and everything? It's. I think it makes it unique um, yeah. for, for this game. At first, I'm like, oh, this is annoying because every time you run into an enemy, mm-hmm. you're you're right into a battle. And, you know, it's like, man, I want to move on and, and explore and do things. So that's that was one of the things that kind of turned me off about Paper Mario was mm-hmm. was that aspect of it. Because whenever you think of Mario, you think of like Super Mario where you're running and jumping and just quick. Yeah, yeah, and you, and you just you just jump fast. on them and it's over, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, so this isn't isn't like that. You, you're you have to be more involved in it, and mm-hmm. so the, the battles are. At first, I was like, "Oh, this sucks," but now I'm like, "Okay." Once once you get to the bosses, it's it's unique. Once you learn how to use like the um, the other characters to help you take mm-hmm. out the boss and stuff like that, but yeah, yeah, I find yeah. the the boss mechanics almost a little bit easier than some of the enemies where it's like the enemies you only have like one to three moves or like the two or three moves i guess sort of stump me more yeah um where you have to like make it perfect so that you do it do like a perfect jump and whatnot and if you don't like something can just stump you where it's so easy that you're like ah, i didn't see that or yes. it's, or it's very difficult and you're like god i didn't see that so like Near, like, halfway through the game when I played it, I was just giving the Toads 100 coins every time to be like, <laughs> do the first step for me and let me figure out the rest, you know? Yeah, that's what I, I do just, with the bosses. <laughs> yeah, I just want well, and with the bosses, too, it tells you the direction that you're going. It maps it out then once you, like, give them 100 coins, which is really nice, too, because it's like, all right, I'm going left here, then I go down one block, then I go right. Like, it just helps with maneuvering it. So I'm, right. I'm happy that Nintendo incorporated that like handicap. Hmm. Yeah, I I played that game like I feel like it. I did played it and I liked it, but I think when you said that it wasn't instantaneous, you have to like do this intricate battle every time you get an ent- enemy. That's where uh, it kind of started losing me because I like, I'm an instant gratification person, which is why I like platformers. Like yes. you just jump yeah. on the enemy and you're done. And right. I don't do a lot of RPGs because I don't want to, I hate running into, like, I remember being a kid and playing Pokemon red as like my first video game and loving it. But I hate, I would just like run through the grass and then just be like, I, I already have this Pokemon. Never mind. Let's, let's leave. I don't want to <laughs> deal with this. Like I just had no patience for I'm wanting bored. to do battles. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's, no, that's I, valid. Yeah, for sure. 
But then I know also a lot of people like who do like RPGs and stuff like that are either there's really no middle ground with that battle mechanic. There are people like, oh, this is great. I love it. It's very unique. And then there are people like, this is so stupid. I hate it. This is yes. the worst battle mechanic ever. There's like no no middle at all. People are one side or the other about it. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't like it at first, but then it made more sense. And I was happy that they tried something. You know, I think Nintendo will hopefully learn from this one and be like, all right, let's step it a little bit backwards and go more like traditional RPG. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. Like, I feel like we all know how to play traditional RPG games. So it's nice to like, like use your brain a little bit more when it comes to video games. Yeah. I get that. So I appreciated yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the games that I've been playing uh, I've been playing a lot more Yakuza Like a Dragon lately. I've been doing a bunch of like side quests in it. And this one in particular that I want to tell you guys about is I see this guy at various restrooms. And he's like, hey, I ran out of toilet paper again. I need toilet paper. And it's like, okay, where do I get toilet paper? I had to look this up. Because I knew it had to be like tissue paper. And in all the past previous Yakuza games, people were handing out tissue paper on like the sides of the streets for free. Mm. Wild. Like, I don't understand. Like, were people crying? Like, why do we need so much tissue paper? It just takes up inventorying. So I'm like, where's the tissue paper in this game? Well, you have to do a side quest where you collect cans on the street while you're riding a bicycle with a cart and you have to avoid other bums that are collecting cans as well and run into them at a high speed to get their cans. But either way you trade in your cans for tissue paper to do this quest. And I had to do it five times every time you need more tissue paper for the guy because it's more explosive, I guess. And it goes into a lot of detail with it. And it was very satisfying helping this guy out. But luckily because I, uh, PS4, Yakuza, okay. Like a Dragon. Uh, have you ever played a Yakuza game? No. Sounds... They're very they're very fun. They're very Japanese. It's like Grand Theft Auto, but more like story modey, uh, more quest-like stuff. But you can do a lot in it and uh, learn a lot about Japanese culture. All right. I'll check that out for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then... My wife and I got really into playing some Wii light gun games, actually. So she doesn't really come into the kiosk room to play with me ever. Um, She likes the other game room, like our main living room. And I have a Wii set up there, and I just recently got some Wii uh, zapper pistol attachments um, from Coffee with Mr. Saturn on Instagram. And... I looked up some Wii games where I had one that was House of the Dead 2 and 3. So Mm -hmm. she played that for the first time on the Wii, but she played it a couple times on the Dreamcast, but she just doesn't like standing and playing video games unless she's at an actual arcade, I guess. I don't know. I don't know her logic. Makes sense. I get it. We were able to shoot zombies on the couch in the main living room off of a big 60-inch TV, and it felt amazing. So. After doing that and having so much fun with her playing that, um, I ordered 
House of the Dead overkill for the mm-hmm. Wii, which is like updated graphics. It's way more realistic characters and zombies. Um, they're more defined and stuff, and it's way more like fast pace. I feel like where it's just like constantly pa 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 pa. And I learned that you can just like put your hand over the gun to reload instead of like shooting it off the screen and just like keep going and keep going. <laughs> so much fun. Really enjoyed that. And besides that, I finished the Game Boy game Quest Arrest, nice. which was a lot of fun. I talked about it on the last podcast. I might have talked about it a little bit with Marcus as well on that podcast as well. But uh, it was a really good game. Really good Game Boy game. Had a great story, a great ending, and I'm excited to talk more about it with the developer on probably our next podcast after this one with you, Jen. Nice. Yeah. Cool. And Kelly, I will get you that game so you can play it as well. Sounds good. I will uh, have to recommend you guys a couple more of the Wii like gun games that I've played. Um, I was just going to say the same thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's please. a... There's a ton of like rail shooters um, that you can use like the zapper attachment with on Wii games. That's super fun. Uh, the one I can think of, the first one I tried ever on the Wii um, at my friend's house when I don't remember when that was, but it was a long time ago. And you can do it co-op is the um, Dead Space extraction game. Oh, okay. Uh, that's kind of like it's like zombies in space essentially. But yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a really good light gun kind of game um they have that mad dog mccree uh collection on the wii which is cool and then um yeah there's a bunch i have i'll have to think about more of them when i'm i'm not looking at my shelf but yeah there's a a bunch more that i have that are super fun i do love uh the games that use like zapper attachments on the wii it works yeah Yeah. they're enjoyable for sure absolutely yeah they work so well too yeah Another uh, good one would be, have you ever played that Resident Evil, the Umbrella uh, Chronicles? Mm. No. It's a light gun. Yeah. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Um, I think you, you're right. You just point and shoot and it kind of shifts and changes like like most light gun games, but it's pretty good. I liked it. So Awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I feel like Resident Evil 4 for the Wii might have been a rail shooter as well. Um, Sort of. I don't remember. I it might have been. Um, I think they did make it into. I know you used the nunchuck with it, so maybe you could use the zapper with it. I don't okay. remember. So, Kelly, you got me a beer uh, from Rusty Rail Brewing Company. It's called Birthday Suit. It's a birthday cake inspired ale. And on the cover of it is a jacket, like a sports jacket with sprinkles on the lapels of the jacket. And a candle as the head of this jacket. So it's just like a cake suit. And it it's beautiful looking. And then the background is just like icing and sprinkles. And it's really pretty. And I can't wait to try it. It was just your birthday yesterday. It doesn't smell like anything. Mmm. Oh. Ooh. Mmm. Mm-hmm. You just fucked up my taste buds. Right? Yep. Yep. So it's like a it's like a chocolate cake with sprinkles. Yeah. So I was getting some 
a sick, I was getting a mixer uh, when I went to get groceries and cause usually what I do is just, I buy a mix of six of beers that I haven't had and I keep them in my fridge specifically for podcasting. And, um, I, cause I was running out of new beers. I just went and got a mixer and then I saw this sitting there and it was a four pack and I was like, huh, well, it's my birthday and this is here. And I also love like birthday cake flavored things like birthday cake. Ice cream is like one of my favorite flavor ice creams. And, uh, so I was like, I, I'll get that. Yeah, that's fine. And then I had one yesterday. Um, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> this beer is super weird. It, like it tastes like sprinkles. I thought, like, I thought it just tastes yeah. like the aftertaste is like you ate a bunch of sprinkles. It tastes like a chocolate donut with glaze and sprinkles on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a beer like taste to it. It's just like. Yes. The aftertaste is super sweet. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's definitely not one that I would drink like two of in a night, but it mm-hmm. was a cool beer to try. Yeah. Thank you. I like mm-hmm. it. What yeah. is what is the percent on it? Uh, I think it's 7.5. Yeah, 7.5, yeah. Yeah. Ale, ale with lactose, vanilla, and natural flavors. Yeah. I was I had one last night and I was like oh I've got to save one of these for you because you. <laughs> you're gonna love it. Um, yeah, I yeah. appreciate it. So my second beer is actually out of that mixer that I got at the grocery store and it's from Duclaw Brewing Company, which is down in Baltimore, Maryland. Have you ever been to that brewery, mm-hmm. Bill? Okay, yeah, I've not great. been to the brewery, but I've oh. had plenty of their beer. And when I worked uh, for Zero Day, we were like friends with Duclaw and. Mm-hmm. They've helped us brew beers when I was mm-hmm. working for them, and I think we competed and stuff as well. But yeah, yeah really good. Yeah, really good brewery. Pretty, pretty cool brewery. Um, they're in the Anne Arundel's Mills Mall, which is interesting. Hmm. Um, but they have like when I went there, we got a flight, and it's like it's like a fifteen beer flight. It's wow, it's that's crazy. Like we had to yeah, eat, it's huge. my friend and I had to eat like two appetizers to make sure we could drive back to his apartment after we yeah. Yeah, it was that's nuts. crazy. I've never seen them that big. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was crazy. It was like literally every beer on their menu at the time. <laughs> like this was uh, like this was like 2015 when I was there, 2014. So it's been a while, but like it was a crazy large flight that we had. It was nuts. Um, anyway, this specific one I have not had yet, um, but I do like their beer, so I figured I'd like it. It's called Call Me Maurice, which. Uh, if you know the Joker by Steve Miller band, that's why it's called this. It's a hop sour and it has a guy riding a peach, like a cowboy riding a peach on the front. And it's, he's in the space, I guess, because there's like a moon and some stars. Uh, it's a hop sour ale with peaches, apricots and lactose. And it's a 7.1%. Um, how is it? I am about to drink it. I like peaches. I do too, which is why I bought this. It's wow. It's like a peach ring. Like the gummy Ooh, peach candy. I love oh, that. Oh, that's dangerous. Yes, actually it's super <laughs> dangerous because I love peach rings. I it, love says, them. <laughs> it says on the side of the can, it says the peachitus of love in a glass. You'll really love our peaches, crafted in Maryland. Um, craft be cherished, rules be damned. Um oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um Oh, Call Me Maurice is a hop sour with peaches, apricots, and lactose. So, lactose. so whether you're a lover, sinner, or space cowboy, hop on this smooth peachy sour. You may end up a grinner. Absolutely. This beer is phenomenal. It tastes like a peach ring. I'm so excited. 
I want more of this. I want <laughs> I some of it too. More. It sounds really good. <laughs> I might have to go buy more. I'll see if they have like a six pack. Yeah. That's, Get me so one. Good. I will. Yeah. I really like this beer. Um, they, they make really good beers. Like I think I've only had like one or two beers I didn't like. And one of those was like the, they made like a chili pepper stout or something uh, one time. I, I did have I that like, one. I didn't like that one. I can't but, do spicy beers. It doesn't. It doesn't mesh for me either. No, I like spicy food, but yeah. No, this yeah. one's super good. It's really, really sweet and peachy, and this is a good like, I guess like a beer to like end your night kind of thing, like a dessert beer. I like that. Yeah, cool. So, what are you drinking on, jerk? So, uh, speaking of spicy, I oh, <laughs> oh. I've I've never had a spice beer i've had um like a jalapeno mixed drink i didn't mm-hmm. like that one at all it, it just it, it was super hot <laughs> obviously yeah. hence the jalapeno but you know i thought it kind of mild it down or something but it it just wasn't for me so i picked up um arrogant was it arrogant bastard ale have you guys ever had that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so that's from um, stone right yeah yeah yeah. So I picked that up today, um, not knowing it kind of has like a spiciness to it. Um, yes, I, just, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was just reading on it. And um, so this will be the first time I ever try it in a beer. Um, so let's let's give it a go. <laughs> it's a high ABV, right? Um, 7.2. Okay. Oh, okay. That's less you than know, I thought. Um. It's kind of like um, it's kind of got like a coffee flavor taste to it. Not yeah. not not harsh. It's very mm-hmm. very soft, um, and it's not overpowering either. So it's it's pretty smooth to drink. So I don't really know why it's got that spicy uh, yeah. kind of review to it because it doesn't really. It's not really that harsh. I guess it's more the aftertaste. It mm-hmm. starts coming on. Yeah, I haven't had one of those for a while but i can kind of remember it was like a darker tasting beer yeah yeah that's what i remember about it i don't really remember a ton of spice to it yeah it doesn't it hits you like afterwards but i mean i don't know it's something i'd buy again so i i actually grabbed a couple that i haven't tried before for just for this occasion and uh, this is one of them so um also when i'm looking at these beers like on these craft beers and things um if they have like good artwork, it draws my attention even more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and then if it's band related yeah. or mm-hmm. directed towards that, it, that draws me in too. So, you know, when it comes to picking out beers, that's yeah. how you, that's how you should advertise them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I love those bright colored like beer cans and stuff like that. It definitely yes. or like a super or, artistic one. Right, and like anything with like retro colors, that that mm-hmm. hits yes. in instantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, we're all we're all about like labels and covers and logos and everything. Like it definitely reflects. Um, and sometimes, like I'll like contemplate about buying. Like I know that this is like from a microbrewery, but it looks so plain and it looks so basic. And sometimes those are really good too. Yes, hundred so percent. So if it looks like they put effort into a basic label, it might be good as well. It's like the opposite way of thinking too about things. But yeah, I agree. Like it, 
You can't yeah, always judge, judge a book, book by, by its cover. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But sometimes you have to. And, yes. And take that, that leap of faith. Yeah. But yeah, cool. Awesome. Well, before we get into the interview with you, Jen, Kelly, do you want to say our plugs? Yeah, I can do that. Um, if you like what you are hearing so far, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. Share this podcast with your friends. Check us out on our socials. Um, we're at Precisely Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Um, check out our website, precisely.live, where you can find more information um, and donate to our Patreon to keep more episodes coming. Awesome. All right, Jen, you ready for this interview? Let's do it. Cool. (laughs) So everyone wants to know, especially me, where did the name Jerk Unit come from? I definitely knew this was going to be on your list for sure, because a lot of people, they're like, I think it grabs their attention when they see it. And then they're like, what the heck? So when um, you and I, Bo, were talking about this the other day about AOL and, you know, older... (laughs) systems well i set this up way back in the day when all that was happening um my personality is such that um i'm pretty sarcastic once you get to know me you know and Mm -hmm. get comfortable that uh this was about the time when 50 cent came out and his thing was g unit oh my so i was being sarcastic and i was like well i'll be j unit and then it turned into jerk unit (laughs) so and it just stuck and the hard (laughs) the thing about jerk unit is you can't add like jerk unit gaming or like it's it's just it's a standalone (laughs) on its own so it just stuck and i i don't know it's like it's like marketing (laughs) it grabs you i like it so (laughs) it is that's cool i think yeah i think we talked i don't know like right in the beginning of when I started my Instagram and we were talking for a while and I said something like, thanks man. And you're like, I'm actually a woman. And I'm like, I never would have guessed that because your name's jerky in it. And I don't know why that has to be like a male thing. But like, I was just like, I don't expect a female to have a name as jerky in it. Like, Oh, I know. I get that so much. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, Oh, thanks man. That's awesome. Are you, or thanks, bro. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> once I get to, once I get to know you and we kind of yeah. exchange more conversation, then I'm like, hey, you know, by the way, my name's Jen. It's nice to meet you. And they're like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Like, I mean, you just don't really see it as much in the gaming community. Like, yeah, there's a lot of women that like collect and game like Kelly and you. There's also a lot of women that just take pictures of themselves because they know that they're going to get likes from from nerds that like women taking pictures of themselves and yeah and at the same time like I don't know it's it's a male dominated thing but at the same time there's so many females that are gamers and collectors too so yeah Dude, if I had if I had a dollar for every time somebody um, who didn't know me on Instagram or who like was buying something from me and asked me a question and I responded and they said, thanks. If they called me bro, man, or dude, I would probably have a thousand dollars by now. (laughs) Oh man, I'd be so rich. I wouldn't have to hustle. 
Yeah. I, I, and at this point, I'm too tired to every time correct them and be like, I'm actually a woman. I'm just like, I don't, I'll probably never talk to this person again. So I'm like, fuck it, whatever, you know, that's fine. Yeah. I, obviously yeah. the name Kelly, it, it is primarily a female name, but it can be a male name too. So that's like difficult. But at the same time, like, I'm just like, I, I don't know, I, whatever. I don't, I'm not bothered by it. Like, cause I know that most people in this community are male. Yeah. So I get the assumption, but I'm just like, man, I could just make so much money. <laughs> I just like charge like a convenience fee every time somebody called me bro or man. Yeah. Just sort of, sort of like, um, like a bro coin. Bro coin. Like, oh, that's so smart. Dude, we're, we're like, it's five cents, <laughs> you know, for every bro that said, I know with this, I know with Pat this community, pending. Like mm-hmm. this community says bro way too a much. Lot. A lot. So much. And like I used to call out people when they're like talking to each other and they're like, thanks, bro. And they're like, no problem, bro. And I'm like, all right, bro, bro, bro. Like, and they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, never mind. Like, you guys just said bro way too many times, but now I say it all the time. So, well, it's like when you hang out with people and they say certain things, you just start saying it yourself. You just got to fit in. Yeah. 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 Also, I think it's like a culture thing right now. Like, uh, I know linguistics change a lot. And I think within the last, like, mm, probably like five to 10 years, the word bro is just come to the forefront more. So I feel like people addressing with the word bro or adding bro into conversation is like super popular, just linguistically, linguistically with the generation. So that's also, I think, a big thing too, which is weird. But I don't know. Do girls say anything? Do they say, what's up, gal? No, no, not really. <laughs> What's up, Chica? I mean, oh, okay, well, I, like some sometimes, like some of my close friends will be like, "Yo, what up, boo?" Or like, okay. "What up, what a bitch?" Or something like that. Yeah, like, I like what up, bitch. Those yeah. are the two popular ones. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be like really close to them though to be well, like, yeah, "What up, like, bitch?" Yeah, or like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, uh, we're close, but we're not face. that close. Yeah. <laughs> Or, like, they'll be like, yeah, what up, girl? Like, real drag, you know? But, I mean, like, I also... Hey, lady! Yeah, hey, lady! (laughs) When I get on Xbox and play with my friends, who I know in real life, and who, like, know me, and we're friends, and we're in, like, a squad of, like, four or five of us, and I play with all guys, they'll be like, all right, boys, let's go. And I'll be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's just, like, I, I guess I just, like don't really care anymore about what I'm being referred to as because I've been yeah. referred to so many different things. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm really with you. It's just not worth correcting every time. You know what I mean? It's not worth my time right now. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, especially with people who are like probably buying something for me on like eBay or whatever. And they're like, Hey, thanks man. I'm like, I, I don't have the energy. I'm never going to talk to you again. Like I don't yeah. need to do this. It's fine. I don't really care. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's, it's cool. It's fine. Call me whatever, whatever. <laughs> Well, I like, yeah, I like the reason why you chose Jerk Unit, that it came from J Unit, which then came from G Unit. I do. Yeah, it just transformed. Yeah, it's good. We should just call this podcast Jerk Unit. Yeah. I'm going to have you type that title out. Yeah. It was, I was, I don't know. Jerk Unit. I didn't think I did that any justice, but it was my best no, shot. It was better than my version. So okay. yeah. that's all I got. Hey, it was good. I'll rock with that one. All right. So uh, what's your earliest memory of gaming? 
my earliest memory of gaming would be, um, man, it's probably like everybody else's, but I remember sitting on the kitchen table, not in a chair, on the kitchen table itself. (laughs) (laughs) And we used to have a TV in there with the, uh, we had the NES at the time playing Mm -hmm. Super Mario and while while they're cooking dinner, like Mm -hmm. that just rings so true to me. And I think I posted a picture of that. Um, I actually had one of those trucker hats on. Um, it's, it's on my feed, but not only that, but I remember playing the game gear. That was, that was my go-to system. Hmm. And, um, I, I actually have that system still. Um, nice. but it's actually got such terrible battery corrosion cause it was tucked away for so long. Mm-hmm. Bomb deal. So hopefully I can get that cleaned up, but I have a, a newer one. So nice. That's not one that I hear a lot of people like getting super nostalgic about. Like I know people played it and stuff, but right. I don't feel like a lot of people hold like their fondest memories in the game gear. Yeah. That's- it's totally, it's my, one of my top tiers. Um, that's one of the systems that I've actually actively been looking for a, co- a complete collection for. Nice. Oh God, um, good luck yeah, with that. I know. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many games, but then it turned around to, uh, I'm not going to play all these. So why, why would I do that? Um, So I've sold off the ones that I'm not going to play. And that's kind of how my collection is also, you know, Um, it got out of control and then it was like, well, I'm not going to play these. So why, why keep them? Mm -hmm. Do they have like a, like a Everdrive for the game gear? Is that a thing? Uh, An Everdrive. You know, I don't know if they do or don't. I've never even looked for one. Interesting. I feel like they do. I would think they would have to, you know, it feels like a system that would definitely have one, but yeah. I, again, I don't really see many people collecting game gear specifically or talking about game gear a lot. It's not a bad system. It no. just, it, it didn't get like a lot of attention. No, no and all. like gra- graphic wise, it's the mega drive essentially in portable mode. So yeah. it's like the Nintendo. Right. Well, I had somebody, backlit screen. Yeah. I had somebody mod mine. Um, so it's got a clear screen on it. Like there's um, no backlit. I mean, it's, it's a bright, um, LCD screen. So right. it just okay. shows nice. up much nicer. That's oh yeah. Cool. Much like more enjoyable. That. Yeah. Did you get like a, like some sort of mod for the, the battery too? like an ability to either like, I don't know, like have a different kind of charger or something. Cause no, I, but the same, the same person who, um, modded it which I don't, I can't remember right now who that was, but um, they actually went and did battery packs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could plug it in and charge it and stuff like that. But nope, I'm still riding with batteries. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. And that's rough. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. you're keeping Energizer in business. <laughs> right? Well, there for a while, I was keeping Toys R Us in business, but, you know, yeah. they, they, they tanked. <laughs> you weren't doing a good enough job. Apparently. Yeah. I know. Should have bought more you batteries. Weren't. You weren't Super playing evil. the game gear enough. <laughs> and that's why Toys R Us went under. It's your <laughs> um, off topic, what's your favorite game gear game? Oh man. Like why what made you want to collect for game gear? Well, so I think at the time whenever I was playing as a younger kid, it was Sonic. Yeah. Um, it was Sonic on the go instead of I don't even know if Sega was out at that time, but Sonic was on the, uh, the I game. Gear. So I think that, yeah. that is my Sonic too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's actually 
what kicked it all off in that. And it just it was a trickle-down effect from there. You know, That's I learned the other day that the Genesis came out and then Sonic came out like a year or two later. Oh, really? After the Genesis came out and then they like relaunched Genesis with all the pack and plays with Sonic 2. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I and don't Sonic remember one. that. Yeah. I was too young. I actually yeah. have I actually have the the boxed um Sonic uh the Sega Genesis with the Sonic the Hedgehog game. Mhm. I um <laughs> when I was younger, uh they sent me birthday money my grandma did and my mom thought it would be funny to go to the bank and get $100 cash for me, but she brought me nothing but ones. So I had a hundred dollars in ones and oh, great. <laughs> we went to this, this, I think it was a pawn store or, or like a, uh, a thrifting store. And I, I actually spent all those ones to buy this Sega Genesis. So nice. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That's a good early memory. I'm sure they were like yeah. at, at like the store. They were like, what is this child doing? <laughs> Is she working at the these ones? <laughs> yeah, right. She's not old enough. Is she? Does she just look younger? Is she an adult? Like, right. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> sideways looks for sure. I'm sure. Exactly. So, how did you get into collecting video games? Well, when I was younger, isn't that how they all start? Um, you know, just yeah. playing games, and then you know, you hit your, your teen years. And I think for me, I kind of walked away from it and started doing other things. Um, yeah. It, and then uh, probably like 12 years ago, something like that. I went to a, um, swap meet. Oh, and when I was at the swap meet, I saw a, um, NES, um, from one of the, it's like a reseller booth. But at the time, you know, they had better prices than I think I got it for like $40 in a game. So that kicked it off. So that that revamped me wanting to play all these games and find all my childhood games that I played. And and then one system turned into two, turned into everything minus a Dreamcast. <laughs> oh, wow. So, you still don't yeah. have a Dreamcast? Nope, don't have one. And I've never That's played not... one either. Yeah. God damn. They're fun, but like my Dreamcast collection is literally, I think maybe now it's four games. So <laughs> I get it. It's just one of those systems that I never, I never played as a kid. So I don't have a need to collect for it. I just find stuff that's cool for it and I'll play right. it. But yeah, I, I never had that one. It's a good system. You should buy one. You can burn all the, the ROMs onto a CD. Yeah. I see a lot of people selling like their, their systems and then they have a bunch of, discs plain, but they're not yeah yeah, yeah. plain ones are just writing on them and stuff yeah yeah, or you yeah. Can, what do you have you have the little memory card in it right yeah i mean it's an expensive mod but uh it's worth it mm-hmm. compared to like buying a game that's worth 200 bucks or doing the mod for 200 dollars. oh yeah. yeah yeah totally worth it uh just have an sd card full of the games that's but, smart yeah oh get a dreamcast they're fun get dynamite cop yes Ooh. Yes, Dynamite Cop. Get Dynamite Cop. It's great. Do you have a Sega Saturn? Yes. And you played... uh, Fuck, what what is Dynamite Cop from? It's on the Dreamcast. Yes, I know, but where did it originate from? From Bruce Willis's movie. Die Hard. Die Hard. Really? Do you have Die Hard for Sega Saturn? No, do not. 
Okay, it's a great beat em up. Um, but yeah, Dynamite Cop was a sequel to Die Hard, but they didn't get the rights for Die Hard, so they made Dynamite Cop instead. All it's right. just ridiculous. You end up fighting an octopus at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's yeah. definitely worth it. And you have like baguettes as like the bread that you're like hitting people with and stuff and, and pepper shakers and rocket launchers and knives it's just and a little stuff. bit of everything it's, it's just everything, everything. <laughs> anything you could possibly think about beating up someone with back in the 90s you can do it now perfect yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> you get you get some pretty out there games that's for that's for sure Those yeah. are i mean you had the, you had the toilet paper throwing <laughs> yes you could say yeah yeah now yeah I like weird games, but yeah. Dynamite Cop is just an all-around good game. Yeah, It's not that weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> it's a weird. To have Italian bread that you could beat up someone with is a little right? weird. But that's what makes it good. It's, it's got to be stale bread, right? I would it's, assume it has it, to. it's been yeah. sitting out for a little bit or it's not going to do any damage. Cause if you think of a freshly baked loaf, it's quite soft with a little bit of a harder exterior, but not hard <laughs> enough to do any damage. It's turned into petrified wood. Exactly. Yeah. You need like a three day old loaf. It doesn't have mold on it yet, but it's definitely hard. But if you were to like slice it, the interior would still be kind of soft. Mm. So it'd be good for a, ni- it'd be a nice toast. Um, and definitely a deadly weapon, but. I don't know. You gotta have one homeless person turn it down, and then it's good. <laughs> okay, but if you had the bread and uh-huh. you were in the game and you beat an enemy with it, and you know, like it's it's a video game, so there's obviously like blood spatter and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, assuming the blood gets onto the baguette, would you still eat a piece of the baguette, not like soaked in blood? Like I'm not talking, but like if the other end or something. Would if you got hungry and you were like running along, would you still eat? If some- I beat someone up with a baguette right (laughs) and they like they were attacking me first so like i had the okay in my head to beat them up right yeah i would have so much fucking adrenaline after whooping their ass with this baguette that i would love to eat their blood i would hope that the blood of the enemy was soaked onto the the baguette (laughs) i didn't ask about the blood i would would eat that bread bread like jesus's (laughs) communion And I would fucking chomp it down and keep running while stabbing people with the sharp parts of the baguette. I would carve down this baguette. Oh, you'd so it, it was like little, yeah, little little sharp spikes to you stab would make it the to next a, person in the heart. A baguette bayonet mm-hmm. is essentially what you're telling yeah. me. Okay. It'd be, it'd be baguette nut. Wait, nope. Yeah, baguette bay, bay, Bayonetta, but baguette. What would that be? Bag Baganetta. Yeah. Yeah, that's close for, enough. For the Wii U. We'll leave that there. Yeah. All right. Baganetta. Okay. It would be that. <laughs> after, it was, after it was all over, I'd probably take a, a, a victory bite out of the other end. Oh, yeah. I'd be I all would, about it. I would not eat the rest of it. I would not chomp it down as you said you would. I would shove it down the enemy's throat after I take a bite of it. I'd be like, motherfucker. Well, to switch things up, I just spike that son of a bee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> All right. We totally got off topic on that one. I know. Uh, no, it's, it's fine. Far it's left good. field of bread. It was good. 
I had to know. I had to know. <laughs> they would call me the bagel thrower. So are you <laughs> saying that you would now have only specifically baked goods as your weapons? So you would have a bayonet out of a baguette and you would uh-huh. have like ninja stars, but they're bagels. They're bagels. Seriously fitting for you though. Yeah. <laughs> After what you said. The carbo loader. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's even better. There you go. That'd be good. Mr. Carbs. Mr. Carbs. <laughs> Dr. Carbonator. <laughs> <laughs> This is getting worse. <laughs> Mr. Gluten. <laughs> yeah. Dr. That, Gluten. Okay, that's that is your your backstory is that you have celiac disease. Oh god. <laughs> and you can't <laughs> so you're punishing everybody else with gluten okay. because you can't have it. That's your backstory. I understand now. Okay. Amazing. It makes perfect yeah. sense now. Okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right, Jen, what's yeah. your favorite video game? Favorite? No, I already said that, didn't no. I? No, you did the uh, How'd You Collect video games. Didn't you oh, say yeah. that? Or System to Collect for? I don't know. Yes, you did that. Yes, you're right. So, so favorite video game. Favorite video game. Man, I have so many. But if I narrowed it down, this is this one's probably pretty basic. But Bomberman Generations for the Wii. Oh, that, that, the opening tune is just so catchy, but I, I love Bomberman in general. So I think I have that almost on every system that's obtainable. <laughs> um, kind of like what Katamari, which you got going on with that. You know, you yeah. have. Mm-hmm. I, I just I like him a lot. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I, yeah, it's an interesting game. It's kind of I don't I think maybe I played like one Bomberman game, but it's essentially more of like a puzzle kind of right. Basically, yeah. You yeah. just you have to work your way through it with with bombs and knocking down blocks and stuff like that. Right. But but in in the generations game, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like an RPG, right? I mean, you're 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 actually moving around as Bomberman, not in a puzzle, but mm-hmm. in a platform kind of environment. So that's why I thought I think that one's a little bit more unique than just getting through a puzzle and dropping bombs and yeah that's cool yeah. j unit i drop bombs watch out <laughs> <laughs> so uh what's your favorite system to collect for favorite system oh man i am all over the place i think right now for me it's i'm gonna say the wii Really? Okay. Yeah, awesome. which is, it's, I mean, not many people I think would say that, right? No, I, I honestly, like, I've been not a fan of the Wii for the longest time, but all these light gun games now that I'm learning about and playing yeah, them with my wife. Well, they have so many good games. Yeah. That I they, didn't even recognize. And, and now they, they utilize the controller the proper way. Yeah. Which I always hated the controller because they utilized it in a way that's not like a controller it's not it's natural like to gaming right yeah yeah but really i like those weird things about it now i'm right. like okay i understand this yeah yeah hmm. yeah i think that we is like it's a good system it was very interesting like nothing was like that when it came out so it was very popular when it arrived but i think it almost 
has like stood the test of time because if you think about it, that generation was a while ago, like 10 years ago, at yeah. least. Yeah. Like almost more like you're, you're, you've got this game system that is, doesn't even have an HDMI port. Like it's, it's an RCA port. Like, and these games are still selling for, like, outrageous prices sometimes yeah, some of I them yes say, some of them are holding their value some of them have exceeded their value it's crazy and like i don't think people are like i'm going for the full we set or anything but then there are people out there who are like buying a lot of Wii games because right. these games are good well the catalog is so huge and so much, not yeah. only can you play the Wii games but you can play gamecube and it's got the ports for the controller mm-hmm. on you know certain models of the Wii, right. yeah, yeah. But like the Wii U, you can't you can't do any of that stuff. So I think that's kind of unique to that system as well. So yeah, I think that definitely like a lot of people who can't afford a GameCube right now or whatever, or like don't have space for a GameCube, they can just have one system and have both on it, and oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. And also like playing Wii Sports, it doesn't matter. If it's 2009 or if it's 2021, that game's fun. It gives oh, so much fun. So much fun. We, yeah, for sure. We just did like a bowling like little tournament, and that it, it just never loses its stamina. You know, whenever you're playing those things, it's exactly. just fun. Yeah, and that's why it's still like a twenty dollar game. Like these games are good. Like there were a lot of really yeah. shitty games on the Wii. I'm not saying every game is oh, good. Oh yeah, percent. Like, there is a lot of really nicely done games, and that are just really fun to play. And so I totally agree that Wii is a great system and there are a lot of people out there who hate the Wii, but I love the Wii. I, I yeah. love it so much. And it's nice that so many people bought into the Wii. Like it's one of the most purchased systems that you can find it cheap wherever. Uh, yeah. Well, it's gone up. Yeah. On eBay. Uh, during the on pandemic. On eBay, man, but like thing. Yeah. Thrifting wise you can still find a Wii Yes, anywhere you can still yard sales or whatever like so many people have them still yes well, my, my goodwill has gotten a little up there in price uh the other day i was there and they had a, a, a one of the black wheeze mm-hmm. and i think it had the 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 hookups and stuff but i don't think it had a controller and they wanted 40 dollars for it oh wow i mean with a controller you could probably get 60 if you were trying to flip it you know what i mean maybe even a little yeah. more but i mean at a goodwill I, I I left it for sure, but it's just yeah. yeah yeah I agree that's that's a little much, but they are pretty easy to find. I feel like you can find a, any anybody is selling like a lot of Wii stuff. You can get like a pretty decent lot for like a hundred bucks, and if you want to, you yeah. can flip some stuff and keep some stuff and still be good. Like there's a ton Absolutely. of stuff. Out yeah, there definitely. Right so, all right, what else? Do you collect besides video games? I collect. Um. Oh man, where do I start? <laughs> uh, <laughs> On the top. It's terrible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so <laughs> when I was younger, I'd played Legos with my cousins that religiously. That's just what we did. You know, we'd yes. sit around, build stuff, and just play. Um. So I'm definitely huge into Legos. Mm-hmm. I love Lego um, so and, much. Uh, yeah, and if you if you look at my Instagram, you'll see that uh, I'm very big on turtles. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's pretty much an addiction. <laughs> 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 I 
Yeah. Ninja Turtles is, um, it's a slippery slope. It I feel is. like a lot of people start Ninja Turtles and they don't know, like they get, they just can't stop because it's just so, there's so much out there. Like I have a friend who, uh, like when I started selling toys and stuff, she was like, oh yeah, let me know if you have any Ninja Turtles stuff because I love, I love Donatello and I've just been buying Donatello stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. And then, you know, she's got the comics and stuff. And then I started telling her like what I'd get in when I get Ninja Turtle stuff. She's like, oh, I'll take that and that and that and that and that. And and then all of a sudden it's not just Donatello anymore. Yeah. It escalates. (laughs) Yep. And you just can't stop. She's like, oh, I just really like the way that looks or like whatever. And she's like, oh, I just like all of them. And yeah. So it's a slippery slope with turtles. It is. Um, I just, I just picked up the Vernon set from NECA, which I hunted that thing for so long, way, way longer than I should have. Um, and I'm ashamed to even tell you how long I did that for. <laughs> but um, so I, I don't need every single turtle from every single collection. I just want, you know, unique ones, ones that I, that just pop out to me. And I mean, like a Donatello from one set or a, um, Raphael from another set, like, that's I'm I'm okay with that. I don't need fifteen of the same one, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um I like those NECA sets that they've been coming out with. They look really nice. I'm not. They a, got so much detail on them. Yeah, I'm not those a turtle are new ones. at all. Yeah, but they yeah. look so very they look great. well done. Yeah. yeah, like they really took their time and like put a lot how of big, effort. How big are the figures? Uh, like the newer inches? ones. Or no, 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 no. Yeah. They're much smaller than that. Okay. I think they're they're your standard. standard I, I don't know, eight, eight inches, inch or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, what got you into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? As a kid, I guess I'm going to resort to that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but again, my cousins like the cartoons. I, I guess the cartoons, and we used to play with the action figures when we were kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I grew up with a bunch of, my cousins were all boys, basically. So this is, I mean, you just rode along with them and played. So, you know, we would play with all these figures. Like, I remember the military, Michelangelo, and just those different things. And they stood out. and Yeah. You know, so I, ne- I never stopped holding on to those things. Yeah. I used to have the VHS tapes of the cartoons, like the 19, like, I don't know, 80s, late 80s, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons on VHS tapes. And I think we owned them. We might have rented them and then, like, bought them from Blockbuster or something. But, yeah, they were great. Like, there was, like, three or four episodes per tape. Yeah. And I Mm -hmm. I would just watch them religiously. Like, they were just so good. Yeah. I mean, you can watch them. They have so much re- you can just watch them over and over again, you know, Yeah. have it on in the background while you're playing or whatever. Yeah. Background noise. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I think that like a lot of the stuff we did as kids really shapes us uh, when we get into adulthood, like what, what's going to stick and, and make you happy. And it's cool to find out what it is for everybody because it doesn't matter like who you are. It just, it's just every everybody grew up with something differently and it stuck differently to them or yeah, yeah they have some memory with it. Like I didn't yeah. watch the Ninja Turtle cartoons, but I remember the toys. But I don't 
like I had a kid that I knew that I used to play uh, a lot with in like preschool because our moms were friends or something. And like he had like every Power Ranger ever. And I remember like playing oh, yeah. with a ton of Power Ranger stuff, like because he would just know everything. And I was like, maybe I've seen like 10 episodes of Power Rangers, but like I just loved the action figures. I was like, these are cool. Like they mm-hmm. had all the articulation and like, you know, my Barbies couldn't bend their knees to save their lives. Yeah. If I could make this guy like kick or like run and his knees would move and I'd be like, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just remember that like sticking with me, like that kind of stuff. Like, and that's why I bought like, um, I have a set like the, like I don't, I don't collect a lot of toys because I feel like I get that satisfaction with what I do for a job now. But like yeah. I ha- the only like really like thing I wanted was a, f- a full set of like the Power Rangers, the original Power Rangers where you would push the button on their belt and their head would flip around. Oh, I was yeah. just about to say that. I was like, no Barbie could do that. Yeah. yeah. That was the you one know? that we used to play with a lot was that yeah. set. And I, yeah, I had one of those. Being- floored when i was like what are you kidding me so i was like i just want those like that's all i wanted because i just had like a strong memory of playing with them and being like these are the coolest toys on the face of the earth they're so (laughs) cool so cool but so what's your uh favorite tmnt piece in your collection my favorite um michelangelo is my favorite turtle of all time i like his personality yeah so figure wise uh, I couldn't pinpoint one for him, but he'd be my, my go-to. But I have the TMNT blimp. So mm-hmm. that is my my favorite piece in the whole set that I have. Nice. Which I have quite a few things. So That's cool. I also think Michelangelo is the best turtle. Yeah, he's, I like he's him. got a cool personality. Yeah, he's like down to hang. He's like not super serious. Right? And pizza pizza time is... Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Well, talking about pizza, what's the best topping on a pizza? Well, you have to have pepperoni. Right? (laughs) What what do you think of pineapple on pizza, though? My wife loves ham and pineapple. That's all she ever wants. Like a Hawaiian pineapple pizza? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Ham and pineapple. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a pepperoni person myself. I feel like like Supremes are good, but no olives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no olives. Like peppers, that- onions, sausage, pepperoni. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, I, like, I am always a plain cheese person. I love plain uh, cheese, too. I, I will always just settle for a cheese pizza. Yeah. Um, but toppings, I like peppers and onions or mushrooms. Those are pretty good. Pineapple, I will never actively seek out a pineapple pizza. <laughs> However, it was if it was the only thing there, I would – or like I know my friend loves pineapple on her pizza. So like if she ordered a pineapple pizza, I'd be like, okay, I guess I'll eat this. But I don't actively look for pineapples on my pizza. Um, right. 
but it's there is a, it's a, such a controversial it is topping. oh it absolutely is it, yeah some people like the sweet with the savory um i don't yeah i don't really care for it that much but there's like this one pizza there's a place by us that does it now and they have a place in harrisburg too but they do like a pizza where it's like a square pizza where it's just like cheese and stuff and then they put a little bit of like sauce and some fresh basil on the top that's a good pizza <laughs> Now, so like salt as a topping is a good. Are you talking like grandma's pizza? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, grandma's pizza is amazing. Yeah, they nice. call it like different things everywhere. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know like what some people call, it, but yeah, it's just like the sauce on the top. So sauce is a oh, topping. So good. Is good. Yeah. <laughs> so so once you get your pizza home, do you put anything on it? Mm. Uh yeah. If I don't put it, put it there at the pizza store, but like the usual garlic. The Parmesan cheese, the the oregano. I like pepper. I put black pepper on everything. Hmm. Um, yeah, all those. What my what do you, my go to, which probably doesn't. It was game changer for me. Was Frank's red hot sauce. Yeah, <laughs> that's how uh, my sister is. Yeah, yeah, so good. That and is some- good. It depends on the pizza. Maybe I'll put yeah. garlic on it. Maybe I'll put Parmesan on it. But usually I just go straight for it. But alternatively, I will seriously mess with Papa John's garlic dipping sauce. Oh, every oh time. Oh, my God, yeah. I would, I would live and die by that sauce. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I, I love your commitment. I, Kelly. I always have to order like at least one or two extra sauces because like I'll use like maybe two that day and then like one for the next day when I have my leftover pizza or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Leftover so, pizza is the best. So good. Also, uh, I know we're kind of veering, but Papa John's now has stuffed crust. Okay. It's definitely worth it. It's is very it? good stuffed crust. Yeah. I do like it. With that garlic dipping sauce. Yeah. Oh, it's just like a cheese stick. <laughs> with garlic sauce at, at the end of your pizza. They're like, how can we get her to buy more garlic sauce? <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, I have to buy like a whole extra garlic sauce now because <laughs> I have to like really dip the, the thicker crust in now. I'm soaking up all of it. So I'm getting like four <laughs> sauces now. It's bad. <laughs> I was at the store earlier today before the podcast and I was FaceTiming my wife and she's like, I want a cheese pizza. And I'm like, okay. And she doesn't like all cheeses she likes mozzarella cheese and that's about it and uh i was like so they have a four cheese pizza and she's like that's too many cheeses i'm like well they also have a five cheese pizza she's like that's definitely too much she's like i'll just go with the four cheese pizza and i'm like what is the difference between the five cheese and the four cheese because it's the same brand it was like DiGiorno or whatever and the the fifth cheese was was the actual stuffed crust Oh my god! So I'm wow. pretty sure it's the same fucking cheese. It's just it's in the crust this time. I'm like that doesn't count as a fifth cheese. It's just in a different place. Whatever. It's the only difference. <laughs> Move the cheese to a different yeah. location. You didn't change. I was like, the All cheese. right. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Indeed. Also, I I can't that saying that four cheeses is too many cheese. It's like slander. Uh, it's absolutely not yeah. enough cheese. You have to have more. You can. There's no ceiling to that. My you know wife literally does garden? not. Eat, what cheese? Go ahead. My wife literally just doesn't eat anything with cheese on it besides pizza, and it's 
it's because of her dad fucking her up with like mac and cheese back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a long yeah. story. Yeah, man, yeah. that's a horrible thing because that's like my staple meal. Oh, yeah, be so terrible. He was just like, "You got to eat this," and she's like, "No," and he's like, "You got to eat it." Oh, yeah, damn. not cool. Not cool. Yeah, but she likes cheese curls and mm-hmm. pizza. Okay, that's with fair. pineapple on it. That's fair. Hey, those are those are good choices. I guess so. All right, what were you saying, John? Sorry. Oh, so uh, whenever you go well about the whole not enough cheese. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you've ever gone to Olive Garden and yeah. like yes. order the four cheese, and then they come out and they're like, "Would you like any cheese?" Uh, well, of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Please do Pile not stop there. <laughs> yeah. Do not stop grating. Absolutely not. <laughs> Don't even grate it. Just throw that block on. <laughs> they're like, "Tell me when to stop." <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I once Can you had just a friend stay here the whole time. <laughs> grating. I once had a friend show up uh, to. We were at my college homecoming tailgating. You know, so you're you're like, okay, we're going to meet up and everybody bring a snack or whatever. So my friend showed up and he just like pulled out a grocery bag and then he just like opened a block of cheese and just started eating it. And I was like, what? kind of energy are you presenting today (laughs) (laughs) he just had a block of colby jack cheese and just like took the wrapper off and just started biting out of it and it was like he wasn't gonna share it with anybody he was Uh, just gonna have a block of cheese to himself not share it yeah but like obviously like if you would you would you know put it down on the plate use a knife cut it up and everybody get some cheese but he was just like biting into the cheese block and i was absolutely no sharing (laughs) no that was also interesting Extremely uncomfortable to watch a grown human just eat a block of cheese. Yeah, you're on something then. Yeah, he was not on something. That's just how he is. But yeah, he's on the cheese. On the dairy. Yeah, yeah. I remember going to a music festival one year, and the night before, I cooked a shit ton of steak, and I sliced it up real thin, and I brought it in a Ziploc bag, and I brought it out that night when I got there to the music festival, I was like, who wants fucking steak in a bag? It's not warm. It's cold. It's been in my cooler, but everyone's down for it. It was just like pepper steak strips and everyone was happy. They're like, thank you for bringing some cold meat to the festival. I was like, you're welcome. So that's, that's nice. Like you at least sliced it up. And you're sharing it. I don't need all that steak. I don't need 10 pounds of fucking steak in a bag. No. And he didn't need a new, like a pound of, Jackson in his either, belly but yeah yeah he did it anyway it happens right. you gotta share it though yeah definitely share your cheese so shifting gears yes um jen you seem like you're always on the hunt out thrifting how many stores do you usually hit and do you usually find things anywhere else like besides thrift stores so typically i'll hit the, the stuff that I most uh, you guys mostly see me post about is from one store. It um, seems like it. Yeah, this this one seems like you have a love hate relationship with the store. Oh, too. I do. I'm telling you're you, like you either Sometimes find the greatest deals or you're just like I'm so angry at this <laughs> price that I I will boycott the store until tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be mad for now. I'll stomp out and then I'll be yeah. right back. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like it's always the same glass case, so it's always still the same store that you go to that you're pissed yes. off at. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's a love-hate relationship. Well, tell us about it. Sorry. 
Um, so, and, and then the other one I used to go to, um, was one of those veterans thrift mm-hmm. stores. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had a game boy there with a couple games and there was nothing of like high value at all, but they wanted like $480 for it. And I'm like, Holy cow. Um, and then after seeing that, um, I'd go back a couple more times and they, they have a Wii that's there for $180 and there's nothing with it. So wow. I was like, man, I don't know what you guys are on right now. <laughs> wow. But it, it, it just, their prices were too high. So I just stopped going altogether to that one. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And then most of the other stuff I do, um, I'll do online. Like I'll look at offer up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get good, good deals from there all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Those do you have, do you have like a bunch of thrift stores near you or just like the, the two you were talking about? There, there's a few of them, but, um, I mean, there's quite a few. I mean, I'm in right. s- Southern California, so there's there's quite a few. But there's a lot of people that are out there, you know, doing the same thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, slim pickings. Like, you have to get there early when they mm-hmm. open. And then, you know, they start bringing stuff out. But, yeah, there's, there's, there's a couple. It just depends. Yeah. I got you. Do you usually resell the things that you find at thrift stores or are you mainly just like adding to the collection? So, um, whenever in the beginning, when I started looking for things, I only did it to pick it up for my collection. And, and I'm, I'm like, I'm passing up all these things that I could grab. If there's something in it that I want, I'll keep it and then, uh, sell it to pay for what I bought. And then I'm yeah. essentially getting it, which, I mean, I think a lot of us do that, but yeah. you know, um, I don't, I don't like top dollar it. You know what I mean? It's just, if I can, if I can double maybe what I paid, that's, that's cool too. I mean, yeah. because most, more times than not, when you go to a thrift shop, you're buying it for cheap anyway. So if I got mm-hmm. like a Wii for 20 bucks and I sold it for 40 yeah. You know, and I kept it's a game perfect. out of that lot. Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, yeah. that's just kind of how it works. So where do you usually sell things? So I usually sell things on Maricari. Um, okay. I, I have a pretty good hit rate on there. So like eBay, um, it just it just didn't take off like Maricari did for me. So, And their pricing is pretty straightforward, which I know eBay is too, but it just worked out a little bit better for me on there. What's the percent like, like um, fee wise that they I think take? It's a, I think it's the same as eBay, if I'm remembering. I, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they're both like ten or something. It's like, it's somewhere well, in that. Yeah, range. eBay eBay's ten or nine, depending. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mercari's ten. Uh, well, uh, earlier last year, their fees. So they they just had like a a, a straight fee, right? And then, um, well, not a straight fee, but a fee, and then recently they added like a processing fee. So there's two Mm. fees now, which just started happening like I I don't know, a month or two, maybe it could have been more, but not too long ago. So that, that kind of blows, but yeah, I just started selling on that platform in December. I hadn't done anything on it before then. It's interesting. 
like uh, comparing to like somebody I've been selling on eBay for like five years, you know, I've, I've been doing it for a little while. I understand how eBay works. And then to go to this, I was like, Oh, okay. There's like, it's a little bit more user friendly when you're on your phone and listing yeah. something, you know, it's like less like, uh, it's less intricate in like a lot of like, it doesn't have as many categories and stuff like that. Right. Um, but the writing system is like, it's super weird. Like, it is very weird. What do you mean? Weird with it. People are super weird with it. Like, um, it's a five star rating system, which is fine. Like eBay, you just give positive or negative, and then you leave a comment. And but Mercari is, you have three days. The buyer has three days after they receive their item to rate you. And then you receive your funds once they rate you. So they could either rate you that day, they get the package and you get your funds, or they could wait three days essentially and take Ew. their time with it. And then you have to wait until three days later to get your money. But like at three days, there's a automated message that Mark right. Mercari will do it. Like those like, okay, transaction's done. Here's your money. Like, so even if they don't do anything, you still get your money. But so what like, if they rate you a bad review? Well, you still get your money, but the thing is, like, you don't know what you got rated until you rate back. You have to rate the buyer as well, oh and then my you get God. your money. So yeah, it's and like, then you got to go in and read, and some and you have to go back and read the, it. Right. Yeah, some of the things that people say, it's like, are you serious? Yes, <laughs> I, I got one. <laughs> I got one last week. No, not last week. It was it maybe like a couple weeks ago, and you know, I send an item. Like next day, if possible, you know, like if it's a Saturday, I'm obviously canceling on a Sunday. So, you know, that kind of thing. But I sent it next day and the person got it like, you know, within three to five days, which is first class shipping. And then their comment was very prompt and they left me four stars. And I was like, well, I don't. I was very prompt, but I obviously was not prompt enough for you. Like, how am I, I supposed to learn from that? What could I have done better to earn that fifth star? Please tell me. Like, I was just like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, what, really? Yeah. It's, it's wild. so weird. Yeah, and I had people giving me one-star ratings in December when the USPS was all backed up. I'm like, this is literally not my fault. Like, they're like, it took two weeks to get here. I'm like, I told you. Like, we were in – like, I was – talking to you has communicated that this would take longer and you still gave me a one-star rating. Yeah. Like that, that, that's that, that whole thing made me sweat a little bit because you get messages like, Hey, did you ship my item yet? Yeah. I like, shipped it yeah, a week and a half ago. <laughs> I shipped it, but I'm sorry. They haven't updated it. I don't know, you know, like what to tell you, but Hey, listen, I mean, they put a warning out like right now shipping is it's, it's going to be delayed. Right. Uh, you know, once I drop it off, it's out of my control. And exactly. I mean, it's exactly what I told people. You know, I only have a tracking number. That's what you have. I don't work with USPS, so <laughs> I don't have that ability to see what happens behind the scenes. You know, yeah. like I ended up putting like an addendum in all of my listings. It's like, here's the thing. Like USPS is running a little bit behind. So just be cautious of that. When you order your item, it might not get there as quickly as yeah. you would think. And it was just like, I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, two people gave me a one star review because it took them like a little bit longer to get to them. I'm like, really? Like, stupid. But yeah, that, that, that rating system's weird. Yeah, on eBay? And then the ones they that, that? to you. What do you say? The ones what? Go ahead, Bo. Uh, I was saying on eBay, did they give you one star? No, I've never okay, gotten a one just, star rating okay, on eBay. Okay. Yeah, I feel like uh, depending on the platform depends on how people rate you. 
Like if yeah, more people, if, yeah. if more people rate negatively on a certain platform, everyone starts rating neg- negatively. Yes. Whereas like eBay is like, everyone has a high standard. Everyone cares about the rating. Everyone's like, if there's a problem, let us know before you rate us. Like we will handle this, you know, because mm-hmm. they don't want the negative rating. But right, like, yeah. but like yeah. these newer platforms are like, fuck you, four star service was great. You know, yeah. it's like, well, why did you give me four stars then? You know, stop. Yeah, I think that's a similar thing. If you sell, if people sell on Etsy, I don't, um, but I know people that do. And if you sell on Etsy, they do a, like a five star rating system. And people do that a lot where they'll leave like two stars and be like, it was great. And it's like, well, okay. It obviously wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, is it my turn to do a question? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So what's the best find you've had at a thrift store? Uh, the best find, the most recent best find I found was a, um, a Wii U and I got it for 40 bucks. Nice. Oh yeah. That was, that was huge so for me anyways. With games? Um, with games, with games. Wow. Um, Amazing. Like I kept, I kept the games. Um, I don't, there's a couple odd ones nothing nothing major nothing big but i i mean all those games that i got it was free and i got you know a little extra on the other side whenever i got right. rid of them yeah the for sure so, um i i don't i don't typically sell on offer up because it's just like i mean you put it it's sort of dead mm-hmm. yeah it's dead and everybody wants every everything for like five bucks and it's yeah, oh, yeah. it's just not worth it mm-hmm. yeah about to end my offer up yeah it's not worth it yeah i don't sell that much on there and i sold one thing to a guy like i don't know like two weeks ago and the description and the pictures were there like everything was you know very fronted about this game it was a disc only game it had scratches on it i took a picture of the scratches on the disc but i also had said like in the listing you know obviously there's scratches it comes in a plain case it's just the disc but it does work. I have tested it. Right. And the dude messages me like last week on like Friday or something. He's like, um, he like filed the thing that was like, he wanted to get a refund and return it. He was like, um, it's just, he was like, I was like, why do you want, why do you want to return this? And he was like, well, it's, it's just got a lot of scratches on it. And I was like, yeah, that's in the listing. It was, I was like, it works. Like, it's fine. He's like, yeah, I know it works. I just like, it's got a lot of scratches and I just don't want to keep it in that condition. And I was like, well, then get what the it fuck fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> you just wasted my time. You wasted yeah. my time. You wasted yeah. my listing. Like, you know, why? And I say and- that always in my listings. Like, if there's scratches, I'm like, there are a lot of visible scratches, but it has yeah, been tested and, I, and works. Yeah. Like, that's and I put it. it in the, I put it in the listing, like the back of the disc. I always include the picture of the disc so they can see to the best of my ability to capture it, like that, cause it's hard to capture scratches on pictures, but yeah. like, you know, there are scratches here and like, obviously there weren't little ones. It was, you know, a decent amount of scratches and you could tell. And it was like, I even had taken his best offer too. Like it was like a $2 yeah. less offer than he had, than my regular what list. What game was, was it? Like, uh, Time Crisis Project Titan, mm. which is, it was just the loose disc. And I took like $2 less because I was like, oh, yeah. that's fine. It's not a big deal. It's just the disc. And, and he shipped it. Yeah, and I stripped it. He got yeah. it and then like had like a couple days with it and he was just like, ah, it's just too scratched. It's like, 
it still works. Like <laughs> it does yeah. still work. I'll yeah. do all the same things. I'll list it. I'll show it. I'll take pictures. And whenever they purchase it, I'll tell them, Hey, you did read the description, right? And they'll tell me, Oh yeah, I, I get it. It's scratched, whatever you say it works. And I'm like, okay. And you know, I'll send it off to them. Um, I had one lady d- do the same thing. Well, Hey, this, this is really scratched. I'm like, well, um, we had this conversation where I asked you if you read the description and she wanted a refund. Well, I screenshotted the conversation and disputed it with Maricari and they, they settled on my side because I did Good. tell her we did have a conversation and you know, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've had people buy stuff. I think like it was on eBay. Somebody bought a, I had like, a, I bought it in a lot at one point, but there were like three pal games for the Wii that I yeah. had. And I was like, I put them on eBay in the title. It said pal in the categories. It said pal in the description. It said pal <laughs> and explained what pal was also the back. The second picture was the back of the case, which was obviously not in English. Yeah. And this woman got it. She messaged me after she got it and she was like, this game won't play. And I was like, yeah, it's a PAL version game. Like, are you playing it on a PAL system? They don't play on NTSC Wii's. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, <laughs> and I had to explain what PAL was. She's yeah. like, oh, well, I assume this was a, like, a, I assume this was an English game from a United States seller. And I was like, did you see the second picture? It's in Swedish or something. Or like, I don't know. It was like, yeah. not English. And then she was like, oh, well, I assumed. And I was like, it said in three different places. Yeah. And, and sometimes, I, like, even though it's said that many times, it's worth mes- messaging that person that bought it before you ship it to be like, hey, like, I just had that too recently right. where where I had a PC Engine game, which mm-hmm. is a Hue card for mm-hmm. a TurboGrafx-16, but the PC Engine is a UK version of it or the Japanese version. But I had this game called Rock On, and I'm like... I thought they were universal. Like they worked on every system because it's a hue card, like, Mm -hmm. and it's old. It's from the 1980s. And I was trying it on my TurboGrafx 16. I'm like, Oh, it doesn't work. But like I listed it and I thought it worked. I'm like, it doesn't work. And I looked it up and I'm like, okay, actually the TurboGrafx 16 is region locked to the PC engine games, Mm -hmm. even though they fit and everything like that. So I messaged the guy. I was like, hey, just so you know, it didn't work on my TurboGrafx-16, but this is a PC Engine game. Do you want this? Are you able to get this? Is it able to work? And he's like, yeah, I have a, I have a PC Engine. Like, I'm buying it for a PC Engine. I was like, okay, cool. And I shipped it out to him, and he left me a good review. So it worked for him. Yeah, that's good. I had sold yeah. the other two PAL games no problem, so I had assumed that the people on eBay who were buying PAL games were looking for PAL games, and like yeah. you could also see like in the title, the description, and the picture. You know, so like, people are just five. fucking idiots. That's just what oh, yeah. it is. There's yeah, tons of that, but yeah, I dealt I dealt with that with someone that like I sold like a a case and manual that were like in pristine condition uh, of Super Smash Brothers for the Wii. And it was just case and manual. And I have it in the title. I have it in the description. I have it everywhere. No game. No game. No disc. Yep. And they're like, there was no game in this. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. read the title. Read the description. Read everywhere else. And they're like, well, I I need it back. Like, I don't want this. And I'm like, you have a perfectly 
great condition case and and manual just buy the disc now you're fine and i was like yeah. i don't accept returns yeah and they're like fuck you blah 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 but like jeez it yeah you can't i mean be anywhere clearer you can't yeah. be it's like oh my god oh, this yeah. is also why you got it for 10 bucks you know or 15 yeah. bucks and not 25 dollars like this is why it was the cheapest one because it had no fucking game and i put it in the title <laughs> Yeah, that happens like, to me all the time when I don't be cheap. Read, when I sell read. discs or uh, game cases or manuals or even it happened to me one time with when I sold just a manual. They were like, "Where's the game?" I'm like, "Excuse uh. me," but yeah, it happens. Like I think probably <laughs> two times out of every five like empty yeah. cases I sell, it, somebody's like, "Where's the game?" And I'm like, "It says four places that this is not including yeah, the game." The, no- the number one question: Does this come with the game? No, no. It's oh, for just- you? Yes, absolutely. Let me hold. <laughs> let me go get it. <laughs> right. <sighs> All right. So back to the interview, Jen. Yes. Yes. What's your favorite piece in your collection besides the blimp? Oh, besides what are we? T- are we just talking about turtles or just anything in general? No, everything. Everything. Favorite piece. Anything. Anything. Okay. So when Toys R Us was closing. Um, I picked up um, one of their display pieces, and it was for the um, 2DS XL. I don't know if you guys saw that one, or the 3DS. It was the Kirby's um, Battle Royale. Do, I, okay. do you guys remember that? Yeah. It had the the neon sign, and then it had a display for you to set your 3DS on, and then underneath oh. it was a display cabinet with actual drawers that like open side to side. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's like it's, a kiosk. It's, it's like a kiosk, yeah, but it doesn't have – it didn't come with a game or anything, but it's the display piece that they put the 3DS on so you could play it. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's that's my favorite um, piece in my collection. Uh, nostalgia for Toys R Us, of course. Uh-huh. But um, inside it, um, I got the shelves with it, so I kind of jerry-rigged that because it – however they had it um, – up in the store you had to like put these prongs inside the the shelves that were there to hold it up so i had to kind of jerry-rig it to hold the shelves without that piece because i didn't take that off Mm. but it's got it's got all my good stuff like my display things like my complete controllers and things like that and pricey boxed items all displayed in there and i put some lights in there to turn it on so you know it accents my little game room nice yeah, yeah. So that's my that's my prized possession. That's cool. I'm trying to find it now. Yeah, it's on there somewhere. But that what? When did they close? Like 2019? like weird piece that you don't find anywhere else. It's yeah, cool to hear about that kind yeah. of stuff. I like and it. And it doesn't even have to have like high value or anything like that. Right. It's just, no, it's just really, it's really cool to you. Oh, and I then, see it. Yes. Yes. It's cool. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would consider this uh, like a kiosk display. Yeah. So I, yeah. I keep my 3ds on it displayed. Cool. So yeah, it's my favorite. It's yeah, big sure. too. Yeah, it is takes it takes up a lot of room but it's still cool and then on the sides of it it actually has the nintendo um displays that they had 
Um, so I have uh, Super Mario Maker 3DS displayed on the side. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. you can actually unlock it and then um, or open it up on the top. And mm. there's actual compartments in there with um, dis- uh, what are those like promos and stuff that were inside it. So that's pretty cool too. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I kind of remember these at uh, Toys R Us. Like, I don't know if I remember the Kirby one specifically, but like, I remember this top on it, like on the shelf that you could like look at the games and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, for display. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I like that. Um, what's like a holy grail item that you want to own someday? Oh man, you know what I'd love to own? Um, I have a virtual boy and it's, um, obviously it's not that great of a system to some people, but other Mm -hmm. people, they have a thing for it. That would be my holy grail kiosk. Oh, a virtual boy kiosk. Yeah. Which, I mean, not everybody's like gun ho and crazy about, but I think it just, it just looks so cool. I don't know if you've ever seen one, but they're, they're, they're just unique. They're different. And I, I guess that's kind of what my collection of stuff that I keep is. I just like the unique, obscure right. stuff. So, Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Those are cool kiosks, too, like the Virtual Boy ones. And, you, I mean, obviously you don't see a lot of them because it was kind of a flop. But Yeah, and a lot of people it, hated on it. Yeah. So, yeah. I have one. I just, my stand's kind of busted on it. Like, I didn't bust it when I got it. It was busted. But, yeah, it. It's. I don't really play it much because it's just such a, like a weird system, like to look it's, at. Yeah, it's very weird. Like virtual reality in general, you have to take like a pill so you don't get seasick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, <laughs> but I, I can't play a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. But my brother-in-law, um, one Christmas, he gifted me his childhood Virtual Boy, and mm-hmm. that was like that was like opening a boxed brand new. SNES, you know what I mean? On <laughs> Christmas when you were nine, to me that's what that felt like. So that that would be my holy grail. The uh, yeah, the um, the box for the Virtual Boy for some reason is like one of I feel like one of like my favorite designed Nintendo boxes. Like I right. don't, I didn't even have one. Like I didn't know anybody that had one. I just like really like how that box looks with all the, the stuff behind it and everything. It's and then so you get the retro and in your face. The front. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the whole box kind of just punches you and it's like, yeah. I'm the virtual boy. I'm here to fuck shit up. Yeah. You can boom. hate it. But once you see that art, yeah, it's sick. It's so cool. I love that. <laughs> so how has Instagram influenced you in your gaming and collecting endeavors? Oh, Instagram has ruined my life. No, I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. <sighs> delete it. Delete it. Man, delete it. It's like it's like free advertisement for businesses. Everyone. I, I know. Once somebody posts something, you're like, no, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need uh-huh. it. And then you instantly start hunting it. And, and then everyone just, starts posting about it, too. Yeah. I know. And, and then once, if, if you don't buy it, you've got FOMO. Yes. It's capitalism to the max as yeah. an app. It's like, hey, here's free advertisement from all these people that you follow right. that are, are working for free. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's my it's, it's right. my arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah, I like it too though. It, it's a great system. It works. 
Yeah, but you know, I, I, just all the relationships that I've made. Mm-hmm. I mean, talking um, with people about different games and just just enjoying the conversations. I mean, that's huge. I mean, mm-hmm. my friends. <laughs> I'm the only gaming nerd in my in my whole thing, so. Um, you don't really talk about this kind of stuff with them. And then whenever they see it, they're like, holy shit, look at your room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, this is what I secretively do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, it's the same way. I'm like the only <laughs> out of like my core friend group. Like I'm the only one who does this. And so like, I have friends who understand some things about games, but like, they don't take it seriously like we do. And so people are always like, Oh, this room, like, People, all my, my friends like joking, like, you know, that's your nerd room or whatever, you <laughs> giant nerd. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it happens. But then, like, the also the other thing that comes with it is, like, we were playing a game last night and my friends were like, you know, the rules were whoever has, whoever has the most Instagram followers gets to go first. And uh, everybody yeah, just cool. looked at me and was like, ah, it's her. It's obviously her. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's a given. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I guess, yeah, I guess, okay, you're right. And then they're like, who made this rule? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, they're all, they're all like, oh, we maybe have, like, 100 followers together between a couple of us. And I'm like, whoops. Like, but then the other thing is, like, I, I treasure the friendships that I'm making through that. Like, there are a lot of people on there that I talk to that aren't, I wouldn't have known through any other means so to yeah. Me. yeah yeah it's not it's not like facebook you know or yeah. uh what twitter yeah you yeah. just don't you just don't have those kind of relationships on those platforms i think i think instagram is is it just so much bigger when it comes to yeah collecting and unique stuff like that sharing sure. photos over text is more bonding yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure because you get a, a visual glimpse into somebody's life and their hobby and whatever. And it's cool to build a relationship off of that. So. Yeah. Their happy place. Like this is where it all disappears. You know what I mean? You walk in and it's just, it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you have all, all of your collection in one room essentially then. Yeah. Um, my, my uh, arcade one ups kind of spilled into the living room, but you know, <laughs> I don't get in trouble for that. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's, good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, now we'll have a conversation lady to lady because this is the first time I get to ask this question on this podcast and I'm super excited about it. We, both of us, are in some seriously male dominated hobbies video games, toy collecting, super male dominated. How do you think this affects you, like when you collect or when you interact with others? Like, because Mostly, like we talked about earlier, we're dealing with men probably 99% of the time. Right. Do you think that affects anything with how you do this? What, what, what do you mean? Like if I'm talking to like, yeah, like if you, a male if, or? Like if, you, like if you talk to a guy about video games, like do you think that you kind of try to – like I don't want to say try to, but like, do you do you try to appear more knowledgeable because you know they're going to try to, you know, like? Oh yeah, I totally get what you're saying. You. Yeah, well, and, and they, I mean, if we're if we're being honest, um, they do. They yeah. they feel like that. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm one of those people like how we mentioned earlier, like whenever they say bro or dude or thanks, you know, whatever. 
if it's not somebody that, that I've invested in or they've invested in me and we have a conversation going with one another, I don't even try to like meet their level. Like if that's how you want to, you know, make yourself be perceived as, you know, I'm, I'm just not interested in even forming a relationship like that, you know? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, but if you want to, you want to be on same level playing field and we can have a, a good conversation with one another, then yeah, let's do it. But if you're going to be in <laughs> no pun intended, an arrogant, <laughs> <bastard> guy, <laughs> then, then, <laughs> then, you know, where we'll be moving on. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, do you, do you feel like you get a lot of um, like flack because you're a woman in this hobby? Like, do you, cause I know I've gotten my fair share of like, Oh, well you don't know enough or something, you know, like um well most of them think i'm a guy first of all well true yeah because of the name (laughs) so um i think i go in i go in and (laughs) in in that aspect where they already think i am but then i eventually i'm like hey you know you are talking to hey you're talking to jen nice to meet you (laughs) j unit (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, so you know yeah it's interesting. It's yeah. it's definitely weird to. I think behind the internet we can kind of hide a little bit, like you know, people oh, yeah. don't always look, look at pictures or bios before they send somebody a message. They just see a video game and send a message. So that I think kind of cuts down on it, which is nice. But like definitely in person, when we we could go to like cons or if I just wore a shirt out in public, you know, people would oh, be yeah. like. Oh no! Yeah, if we're, if we're talking you know about this, that, yeah, do you know this like weird fact? Oh, you don't? Then you're not a true yes. fan. Yeah, like, I've oh, ran yeah. I've run across that a lot, and and even if you talk about it, something like you know something, they still have a little bit of a oh well, you don't know enough. You know, yeah, you know what I mean. That that feel. Yeah, it's it's weird, but I I don't know. I definitely enjoy what I do, and um. I don't, I don't let the fact that I'm not in the dominant gender in that hobby, like, get me down about it or anything. Oh, it yeah, me, no. It makes me feel like I'm kind of, like, you know, special. I'm a little different. Yeah, I hope if so. Anything, if anything, you make, I mean, like, once once somebody is, like, <laughs> comes at you like that or, or barks off at you with some kind of snide remark, that's when you know you made it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. All you can do is smile and say, dude, have a great day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. True. Yes. I mean, I enjoy talking to you every other weekend, Kelly. Yes. You know, like female or not female, you're just a knowledgeable gamer and collector. And yeah. you and you buy and sell stuff like I do too. And it really doesn't matter the sex that we are in any sense, but like I do appreciate that you do have a female mentality mm-hmm. opposed to my mentality, which is male dominated, obviously. Right. Where it's like, I don't know. I don't know the difference when it comes to like collecting and gaming, but like I feel like we're very similar, you know, when yeah. it comes to buying and selling and stuff and, and yeah. our interests and everything too. Yeah, I agree. There's tons of people on Instagram, tons of people I've met in real life, you know, like guys that are there, you're all super kind and like you treat me as an equal. And that's actually all I'm asking for. But like, I just, I wanted to be able to shed light on it because I know I, 
it's not that I can't talk to you about that, but you would never experience the same thing that Jen and I would experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. So like I, and that I kind of wanted to bring that out because there are women who listen to this podcast that are in the same thing we are. And like, it sucks and I get it. I'm, we're all there with you. And I think we want to bring it out just to like, I want to make sure it's in the air because if you are a man and you're interacting with a woman in the hobby, I want you to act Respect. as an yeah. 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 And I'll- I mean, if you get to that point where you feel that way, don't let it be something that brings you down. Let that be your fuel and just yeah. keep going and have yeah. fun with it. Do what you yeah. love. Do it because you love it. Don't do it because somebody or don't stop doing it because somebody makes you feel a certain way, you know, yeah. Absolutely. it's totally them, not you. So enjoy. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. And I, I love that as this hobby grows and stuff, there's more women in here and like, we're all hanging out and playing video games together. And, you know, if you're a Twitch streamer and you're, you know, you've got a million followers because you're selling bathwater, like whatever, like oh, you're gosh. still, you're still gaming though. Like you're, <laughs> I can't, I can't knock you for that. You're still gaming. Like the hustle is real. <laughs> yeah. I get what you, and sometimes you got to pander to that audience and I respect that. I do, but it doesn't make you any less of a gamer. And if you're a woman who doesn't do that and you just play Mario or animal crossing on the weekends with your kids or, you know, <laughs> in your bathtub while you light some nice candles, like you're a gamer too like it is what it is yeah you're not selling the water yeah Yeah. (laughs) don't sell that water please (laughs) somebody will drink it it will go bad (laughs) i can't even (laughs) (laughs) my brain wouldn't even allow it to even touch my lips (laughs) yeah yeah i don't i don't get it but we're all different hey you know everybody's got their niche Yep, I will not. I will I'm not, not gonna knock you for it. <laughs> Some people are just good at bathing. <laughs> yeah, <it's> true. <laughs> you know? Some people are better at it than others. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are just really great at bathing and need to share their bathing experience. <laughs> Passing it on. Absolutely. Yeah. Just that little sprinkle will make it all better. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, you gotta think. It's probably clean bath water then, Bo. I mean, if they're continuously uh, bathing. They should brew beer with it to make it soluble. Oh, oh man, oh, God, what I bet that takes oh. off? <laughs> what if not. somebody? Okay, it doesn't I have they, to. Actually... I hope no beer is brewed with soap water. Let's put oh, it that I, way. Yes, I, I was gonna say, but what bath if there's water? Some, maybe like maybe what just if water. It's a water. beer that's called like Gamer Girl Bath Water, but it's not actually brewed with like soap or anything. They just like use some some yeah. cool ingredients, but they call it Gamer Girl Bath Water. I would be very oh, unhappy about I think you just it. gave that girl a big idea. Oh, she's not going to mm-hmm. take that. She can't. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's too busy with her water. Yeah, she's, she's right. too busy bathing. She's not yeah. time for podcasts. She's like reverse osmosis osmosising her uh, water right now. How wrinkly do you think she is? Like, she takes so many baths to make sure all the bath water goes my, out. My four-year-old calls them grandma hands. Oh, my God. I love yeah, that. it's like monkey skin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> monkey skin Ew. <laughs> so Jen besides collecting and thrifting you're always growing up something good what's your favorite thing to make on the grill oh, so I have a, a barrel can smoker and oh nice ribs are my favorite so that's, baby that's, backs. yes 
Mm. So good. And I put a little bit of um, apple juice and water in a tin can or like a tin mm-hmm. down at the bottom on a stone. So that way it keeps it's, it's like a convectional oven when it cooks. Oh. And, and the meat is just so moist when it comes out. So that's that's my go to Friday night grilling need to. Sounds good. <laughs> I haven't done ribs on the smoker yet. Uh, what's the temp? It's life changing. Uh <sighs> Man. Like 250, 225. What, what to, to cook it in? Yeah. To cook it in? Yeah. Yeah. Just slow and low. Yeah. That's, mm. that's the motto. Yeah. Like, I think mine cook at like 225 and I do it okay. for like five hours. It can even be more. I just, I, I do it based on the bone showing. How do you, uh, do you do a rub, a dry rub? Do you do a wet rub? Um, I do. So I put a dry rub on it and then, um, uh, mustard. If mm-hmm. nobody knows about that, you put mustard, oh, yeah, on, mustard the on meat, it. Yeah. yeah, and then you put yeah. the the rub on it. Yeah, and then you smoke it for a couple hours, and then right before you're gonna to pull them out, um, pull them out and put some sauce on them, and then stick them back in, and mm-hmm. you're you're golden. Yep, that sounds good. Mm. Are you are you like the uh, location for like the backyard barbecue essentially when everything is like obviously like the normal are you like the place to go i am actually when we have like we we've had a couple weddings i cooked for my sister's wedding i cooked for you know just yeah a baby shower i cooked Mm -hmm. i mean like it's just any holiday hey what are we uh what are we making (laughs) (laughs) we're coming over i'm gonna have to start doing that to you bo so it's a holiday what time do you want me over for school yes Be like I wasn't even gonna do it, and I'm like, well, too bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I can't wait to smoke meat again. It's been so cold here; it's like 29 degrees right now. Um, I I don't know how. Like, we don't obviously. I'm in Southern California, so we don't have snow. Yeah. But I just I I go crazy if I couldn't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I'd but, be out there uh, in my parka. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are. Some people are. I don't want you to think they're not. They yeah, definitely are. Torch. <laughs> Get yep. rid of the snow. <laughs> they definitely are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as soon as it gets above freezing, I'll probably start smoking again. But right now, it's not worth it being outside. What's, or, what's or, your go-to? Uh, So I just got a smoker last year. So I've only smoked, I don't know, like four or five times, but like pork butts and briskets are my favorite right now. You know what you have, you have to do is, uh, hamburgers, smoked hamburgers are insane. The flavor, it's not like whenever you think of a smoked meat. How long? Huh? How long for a burger? Oh man. Like, I, I think what, like 30, 45 minutes. It just go. It's go so quick because they're so so thin. Yeah, no, it's super, super easy. It's like barbecuing it, but on a smoker. It (sighs) put a little feta cheese in it. It keeps it moist. Oh, so good! It's life changing barbecue hamburgers. You got or uh, smoked hamburgers. You got to do it for sure. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Wow, that okay. The brisket and the ham that you made that one time. Mm Like yeah, I did a ham before. The yeah. best ever. That oh. ham was so good. I ate that for like literally a week after that leftover I, that you gave me. Yeah, I think I and gave you like, a shit ton. Yeah, and that like <laughs> yeah. 9 p.m. brisket when you just pulled it off and we were just like hanging out. And that was like the best. Everyone that was like, left and it was good. just like, here's the brisket. 
to everyone. And we left. were just hanging out, and we were like, "You were like, oh, drunk. the brisket's done." I was drunk. And we were, and yeah, we had like a couple of beers, yeah. and we were just like eating brisket and hanging out. And I was like, "This is the best." <sighs> so Even so if it's not good, when you've been having a, a few beers, food mm-hmm. is so good. always good. Yeah. <laughs> But like, oh, yeah. every time I've smoked meat, I'm waking up at, like, 5 in the morning to start oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's you know? that's the downside of it. Is It's okay, like, though, too, as long as oh, it's, it like, long enough that, like, it doesn't matter. You can go back to sleep, maybe, or whatever, like, start your day doing something else. But I, what I'm looking forward to this year is doing shorter smokes. Like you said, like, burgers, or, like, I want to do wings and drumsticks, like, something that's, like, like a three hour, four hour session. Boom. Oh yeah. Easy stuff. You know? I mean, you can yeah. smoke just about anything. Yeah. I just want to do it all. I can't wait. <laughs> I'll just be camping out at your house. Yeah. That's fine. Cool. I'll just invite you. It's going to be good cool. food. Yes. Can't yeah. wait. Um, we saw something in your stories the other day. Can Uh-oh. you tell us about this beetle that you are rebuilding? Oh yes, my pride and joy. Um, I, I just I I love running with the boys. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> I do my my cousins. It's just just how it all went. But my thing is, is if you don't try something, how are you gonna know if you can't do it? And, mm-hmm. and this is probably one of my biggest projects <laughs> that I've taken on. And I just man, I love I love working on it. Um, my grandma used to take me to Hastings. Do you guys know what Hastings is? Was it like a department store? It's like a, it was like you could rent VHS. But it was know. like a 90s thing. I think it okay. closed like maybe five years ago. It, it could have been more. I don't know. Okay. But you'd go like rent books, VHS, you'd buy new stuff. It was just like your, it was your best buy, but for small towns. Hmm. Um, she would, she would take me when I was younger and um, I'd sit in the back seat of her VW and we'd bounce our way down to Hastings and I'd pick out a game and, you know, and that, that, and it's another nostalgic thing for me. So um, she's, she's gone now. So this VW restore and build, um, it's just, it's just a cool piece for me. And it's something to get outside and get my hands dirty a little bit, and, mm-hmm. you know. So what year is it? What year it's is it? Nineteen seventy four Super Beetle. Wow, which that's awesome. I don't, I don't know what Super Beetle stands for or why, <laughs> why they call it that. So, but that's what it's called. So do you did you like know before you you got it like what all needed to be done to it or are you just kind of like finding out along the way like oh what's- I'm finding along the way so. Okay. When I when I got this, I didn't know much about it, and this is one of those. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this. Can uh-huh. I can I do it? And I grabbed it, and it, once you take something off, you're like, shit, I gotta replace this. And it's just you just continuously. I mean, those vehicles, um, they're, not- they're notorious for rust. Old vehicles <laughs> are in general. Yeah. So it's it's a work in progress constantly. That's cool. My um, my mom has I think it's a 1972 Beetle. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and it she has it because uh, I think the story was that my grandfather had helped her get the car when she was younger, and um, 
then eventually like fully transferred it to her or something like that. Uh-huh. And then that was her car. Like that was like a, her car. And then she just kept it for all these years and like would never get rid of it because it was just like a really special car yeah. and she loved it. And um, it's a silver beetle. So she calls it Sylvia. That's her name. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, she's a little convertible. Um, but after my grandparents died, they you know, obviously left a little inheritance to, to my family. So she took the money that she got from uh, them and put it back into restoring the beetle That's uh, because she needed a lot of work. <laughs> um, yes, like she, do. she was taken care of very well, but like it obviously with time, they just, and like you said, with the rust and everything, she had like a lot of oil leaks and things like that. And mm-hmm. her seats had some issues. Like they were just starting to crack and everything and the top. Um, so she got her completely like revved up and ready to go and, She's pretty cool, and actually, that's how I learned to drive stick shift nice. in that car. Um, so I, I lived on a mountain, and my mom decided that uh, she was going to teach me how to drive stick shift on the mountain in a neighborhood with stop signs on a four uh, four speed, nineteen seventy two Beetle. So that went well for me, as you can imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, if if you're going to learn to uh, work on a car or restore something. Mm-hmm. It's one of the easiest vehicles to do that on. And it's mm. probably one of the cheaper vehicles to do it on. So, I mean, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it, it has a lot of nostalgia for me, just like what you're, what you're saying right now about that yeah. car. So everybody's yeah. got their niche, you know, when it comes to different things and. Yeah. That's one car that, it's one thing, like if my mom ever decided like, Oh, I'm going to sell the car. I will not let it go. It's yeah. too cool. So, um, when my grandma passed away is like 11 years ago coming up this year. Um, her, she, her bug, they were selling it. And at the time, I mean, I was younger, mm-hmm. so I, I didn't have that kind of money. And it's like, man, it, I wish in hindsight that I, I did it, but I didn't. So kind of, this is why I'm jumping into this. And I kept her emblem from her, um, VW. So I'm going to actually put Aww. that. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So it's going to, it's going to travel with me. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool that you can like extend your, your, uh, your family's like stuff into your new hobby or whatever. Like, it's, Yeah, like, of course. I mean, I, I think, that. I think a little bit of everything that, that we all do as collectors has mm-hmm. some of that in it. Yeah. yeah. Bring him so, back the nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, we really appreciate you coming on to this podcast, Jerk Unit, Miss Jennifer. Thank you. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, guys. I, I, you know, in the beginning, I was nervous, but it just kind of smooths itself out and you just, it's you super just conversate and it just flows. Yeah. So you guys, you Why guys, we really drink beer. we love hey. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the the icebreaker there, but you guys really got it smoothed out. So that's thank you. you. Guys are doing some cool stuff, and I've listened for for quite a while now. I'm on the I use the podcast app, so it was it's cool seeing what you guys come up with and the, the people you bring on. So thank you so thank much. Thank you, I appreciate it. And just so you know, I did wear a kilt this podcast, and it's lifted. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> lifted. <laughs> it's all out now. It's all okay, out. I'm are telling you, you that'd be a game changer. The full on Scottish method. 
Which means what? <laughs> I thought you said you were Scottish. I am Scottish. No well, undies. Then you know what it means. There's nothing under <laughs> this kill. I got no undies. If that's what it means. <laughs> there it is. That's what it means. All right. I'm balling. He is no, free balling. <laughs> free balling. Jerk unit. Jerk unit. Jerk unit. Jerk unit. I'd add my little beat there. I loved it. So before we end this podcast, is there a certain game that you would want Kelly and I to play and review in a one hour happy hour episode? Oh man, that's a kick ass question on any system. Any system, anything. It can be retro, it can be new. Uh we we prefer retro, but we're we're just trying to gather games that some of our listeners and fans and guests would want us to play. Uh, how about an underrated, not thought of sure. game? What do you think of that? Yes. yes. Uh, River City Ransom. Ooh, okay. I, I can dig it. Yes. For Nintendo, Game Boy Advance, doesn't matter? No, it doesn't matter. Whatever platform. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, okay. All across I, the board. I but. have it for GBA already, so... Okay. I, ha- I would have it emulated on my EverDrive for GBA, so I could okay. do that. Let's see what I on that, though. I think it's cool that you can go into a store and purchase things to be able to go out and kick someone's ass on the street. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> did you play the River City Girls for a Switch? I didn't, but I, I watched the gameplay. I heard so great I, things. I, I'll kick on YouTube, and that's like my, my background music, you know, whenever mm-hmm. I'm doing something, and I'll listen mm-hmm. to things or watch gameplay, my mm-hmm. little white noise music. Right. So, have you have you played it? Yes, I have it. I definitely would recommend it if you okay, cool, like cool. River City Ransom. You'll yes, definitely like that. Yeah, it's a really fun game. It's very brightly colored too. Really fun, and um, yeah, I like it a lot. Cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely a a, a great game. It, you just don't hear it much of it. Yeah, right. I mean, you're right. I'm totally down to play that series. Yeah. Yeah, that'd, that'd, be be, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's not a game that I've played through ever yet, but I no, do I have en- not played through it. I've played, but I enjoy it. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's so many beat 'em ups that are kind of like that, mm-hmm. but I think that one kind of stands it's out. It's like the OG. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. It stands the test of time for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you, Jen, for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. of course. Let's uh, let's do some more uh, exchanges. Yes. <laughs> I'm down. But- yeah, okay, you too, Kelly. We'll, we'll, right. we'll hit this up. We'll all do yeah. it. Sounds good. All right, cool, cool. I'm down. Cool. All right. Well, um, yeah, and let's remind everybody that if you liked uh, what we're talking about here, Jen is at jerk underscore unit on Instagram. So you can follow her on there and see all the cool stuff she posts. Uh, and for us, if you liked what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends. You can find our merch and other episodes, beers we drank, on our website at precisely.live. You can donate to our Patreon to keep new episodes coming, and you can follow us on social media for updates, pictures of games we've talked about, and, of course, the beers we drank. At Precisely Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And we out. We out. Thank you, Jen. Thank you.